The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And you are finding us here right now, wherever you are. We're Adventures from the Shed, coming at you, Adventures from the Shed online. We're going to go back to our Eridan campaign and kick it over to our dungeon master. Jason, let's get going. Yes, let's get going so we can get out of here and get into what we're doing next. Uh, we have been uh, um, going along and uh, trying to wrap up this campaign, but things just keep spiraling out of control. I don't know what it's it is. Slippery. It's slippery. It's like it's like this group decides they like chaos and wanting to burn down cities and things, and that just takes time. Uh, but I'm excited to get back into it. We will throw it over to uh, Randy first for introductions. Go ahead, man. Hi, my name is Randy. I have a Pikachu right here. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to introduce Pikachu yet. He's and, supposed to the last. Oh, my bad. He just wanted attention. Oh, That's all. Let's, anyway, let's restart. Let's restart. Jack my name is Randy, and I play Les, the uh, attack cat, or stupid cat, or, uh, well, he's a fighter. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, speaking of people who fight really well, let's go with uh, Chris. Tell us about your character. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the Wanty Rogue, and I'm hoping we finally burn the city down. I know it's a big city, and we're, we're, you know, but I have a big ambitions. So kick it over to Aster. All right. This is Aster. I'll be playing Ami, the Druid Warlock Fairy, uh, ready to kick some ass and save some plants. Kick some ass and take some plants? Save. Save, okay. Like, what are you <laughs> taking plants for? Taking uh, all and, of them. And I am Joe. I am playing the Warforged Artificer Rolex. Uh, I will also mention that Eli is not with us yet, but he is en route, and we will add him right in as we get going. Uh, in the meantime, I think we're ready to get back into it. Yes, uh, there's a timer for Eli right now, 30 minutes. If he's not back in 30 minutes, his character automatically dies. So awesome. that's what's going to happen. Oh no, you fell off the boat into the water. Get <laughs> out. No. But his character will explode and whoever's with him dies as well. Oh my uh, gosh, exactly. he's drowning. Let's stop holding him under. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh since uh Ophidian's character is probably in the least amount of immediate danger right now, uh we're gonna have uh, Ophidian do the recap for us and we're gonna kick things off. Man, I uh, barely remember what happened. Uh, besides what I did, that's all I remember. <laughs> well, that's the important part. Uh, yeah, I guess I just remember taking Annette's body, Annette DeVee's, uh, DeVee's body, because I thought she was dead. Turned out she was just had like a uh, uh, false life thing going on there. <laughs> she awoke and uh, was pretty freaked out that I'm probably bringing a bunch of crazy stuff onto her doorstep, but that's the way we like to play it. Um, so she's still kind of in hiding and trying to get some stuff done for us. Hopefully to get the, uh, I can't remember where she said we can go to get the loudspeaker system for the city. I can't remember what it's called, but she's trying to work that out so we could get the word out that, uh, the winter mirrors are no bueno. And, uh, I guess that's pretty much it. And I, I met, finally met with my envoy from the UNT. Um, and he wants me to come back to the, the family, as I say, come back to the fold. But I'm like, eh, I'll think about it. <laughs> and we'll see how that goes for yeah. Ophidian. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, to pick up the remaining parts, well, actually, we'll just go ahead. We'll go around here. So, Les, why don't you go ahead and say what you and um, uh, uh, Ray's were up to 
uh, in the last game, and then we'll go over to Rolex to recap what him and Aster were up to. I like to call it three crates and big mistakes. So uh, nice. <laughs> we decide we're going to wander and try to get some uh, uniforms. Well, a uniform for less to wear to look like a guard, a winter mirror's guard. And uh, we saw that it was highly patrolled. So Les, not realizing the building was right next to him, devised a plan to get some uh, crates to go and act like he was a worker to go and, you know, just continue down the street, try to look unnoticed. And then he's like, where is the building? And Ray's was like, oh, it's right there. So we get in there. We almost get away with uh, getting in trouble, I should say, <laughs> by uh, the, uh, what would you say, the owner, the uh, the cash register dude? The uh, proprietor of the store. Proprietor of the store, the guy yeah. from The guy from Philly, I think it was. Yeah, he uh, wasn't buying the whole left my wallet at home excuse. So he called the main boss lady, but Ray's convinced her with a charm spell, I think it was, that uh, uh, they need to stop wasting my time and give me my uniform. So we did manage to get that, but then we ended up in a crowd of people. Les thought that the guards may have hired someone to blow up the crowd when he saw these well-suited guys walk into the crowd. And uh, so he pulled one out, realized they were going to firebomb the guards, and uh, Les tried to run away. They chased after him, but then Ray's teleported him into a a rowboat. (laughs) And uh, that's where we had left off. Okay, and then uh, Rolex, why don't you recap where you and Ami are at oh, right crap. now? Crap, I had already told Aster that, that Aster was going to do it. Now you name oh, me. Oh, okay. Well, right. Aster, no, no, it's all right. Aster, I, Aster, Aster can do it. Then. I, I'll, um, I'll, I'll try and fill in some. Rolex was very passive, I think, um, overall in the last session where he was just kind of tagging along with Aster to get into the Wintermere Estate, talk to some plants, and um, just kind of play guard and uh, run interference to make sure that everything was okay. Uh, and through those conversations, um, Aster talking to the plants, or not Aster, but Ami talking to the plants, um, found out, of course, that the, the Wintermere Guard and, and Wintermere in general just was ripping up the landscaping, hurting the plants. And uh, that that disturbed Ami a fair bit. Uh, Ami went in a timeout and uh, uh, Ami and Rolex went outside and kind of waiting for the rest of the party to show up. And during that time, the protests outside the Wintermere estate got more and more uh, rambunctious. And um, at one point, I think right before we had ended, there were people in the um, the crowd that started to throw Molotov cocktails. And Ami tried to uh, intercept, I think, at least one of those. Um, and honestly, I don't remember how that turned out, but that was about where we had stopped with those She made it rain and got them. There you go. That's true. Yeah. Um, there was another thing. I can't remember the exact details. There was another thing that I think the tree had said something about like the second or the third floor mm-hmm. that seemed relevant, but I don't I don't remember what it was. I forgot. Third yes. floor and the lights were out. Yeah. yeah. So there you guys were inside the Wintermere estate, which was being heavily uh patrolled, and there was quite a few guards uh preparing barricades, defenses, and things, as there's been a lot of unrest in the city after crap hit the fan underground and it seems like the power situation in most of the city is very very bad right now leaving tons and tons of people without uh the necessary power to live um ami and rolex while you were in there under the guise of being gardeners and ami was you know very unhappy with how the plants were being treated um the plants told you that there's three levels to the wintermere estate this third level and the first level looked normal and the second level all the blinds and things were shut and it was blacked out in there and it's been that way for the past you know uh several 
several hours is what the plants told you. That was probably the, the floor of interest in terms of that here. So cool. with that being said, uh, we're going to start things off uh, with Ophidian. Ophidian, uh, you're over in the uh, on the northernmost point of the Guild Row. Um, this is looking out into the open waterway towards the Nestora Tower uh, and looking over towards the Wintermere State. You just have seen your envoy arrive from underwater and uh, again gave you the news that you weren't too happy with, that you did such a good job that you are being potentially recalled to uh to your slack off more exactly exactly you know you did you did such a good job sowing discourse and again getting this information here um annette devia is she is moving in towards the uh, winter's peak district uh down in the uh down below uh the guild get hauled across the river uh that is where the emergency broadcast system is so to speak that goes out to the city that can be hopefully pirated and messages gotten out. But again, that's what she's doing right now in terms of where she's going. You, however, have been t- instructed by this envoy uh, to bring bring him to um, the uh, Wintermere estate or to wherever Lord Wintermere is and to pre- present him the ultimatum, which is where they would like to use the evidence you have gotten and gained to basically puppeteer him and bend him to their will. So, Ophidian, what are you doing? Uh, we should take a ride on his fancy submarine to the other side of the river here. <laughs> okay, okay. If that's what you want to do, you can absolutely do that. Um, uh, the boat was already kind of like going back in there, but if you tell uh, the envoy that that's what the best plan of action is, you can absolutely right across the river well if it's going down then we'll just take uh whatever ferry is available then to get to the winter's mare state i mean okay. yeah yeah okay uh it takes you about probably a good 30 minutes moving and again i assume that you're taking a a, a carriage or something like that here you're not walking yep. Yep. Um, it takes you about 30 minutes to head down uh south on guild row uh to where there there are ferries that go throughout the river channels and the waterways um it costs you uh, another 10 gold to get that far and then uh it's going to take a few hours for you to travel the waterway up towards where this place is is there anything that you would like to discuss with um the envoy as he is hooded uh and very much um uh shrouded in as far as his 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 appearance he definitely you can see you know the three fingers that he has instead of the five you can see uh under some of the light that glints through uh the windows of the carriage the very very thick scaly kind of hide that uh you know is uh that is that he's that he uh, um that is his skin is there anything that you would like to ask or do he's very quiet right now he is sitting there just kind of quietly um, contemplating as you guys are going forward. Uh, how do you propose to get Phineas to really bend to our will? You think he's going to care, especially who he's aligned with right now? So is that what you're asking? Yep. Okay. As you ask him, he goes, he goes, with your evidence that you have procured, 
we have means in our networks to distribute things. We can bring this lord to its knees and watch the city crumble, but that would not necessarily be the best for us. To subjugate the population, it is easier to puppeteer someone in power already. Yeah, I understand that, but that's what I'm talking about. Do you, I don't think you understand Phineas's uh, mood at the moment. I think he's uh, going to be acting like a, a trapped animal. And he's probably going to want to lash out. A trapped animal will look for an out, especially one as wise and as seasoned as Lord Wintermere. We will present him with an out. And, and with that, he will bend to us. What do you know about the Scythia Antiva? Ah, ancient <laughs> bloodline. One that we have been suspicious about still existing for some time. You have confirmed that that wretched, disgusting abomination of a family is still here and connected to the Wintermere's. This, upon revealing to the public, will cause the city to uprise, and Lord Wintermere will lose everything. Not even he has enough power to withhold the population of the city by himself. So when we get there, what's the, what's the plan? You will get me an audience with him, and I will take it from there. All right. Let's see how this goes. And as he as he says this, he goes, "Show me more of this evidence that you have these images that you have acquired. That way, I can be better prepared." I mean, I'll show him whatever I have, but I know uh, <clears throat> Annette's got most of the, she's probably the better stuff. Okay. He's, he looks through it here, and as he as he is staring at them and he's going through them, he goes, ah, you kind of like, you feel like this intense kind of like swing of emotion as he goes, I was under the impression that you had more, Ophidian. Ah. Yeah, I did, but Phineas was able to obtain some other pictures from my other contact. Now, whether he destroyed them, I don't know. I don't know if Annette has more copies. This Annette woman, where is she? I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to try to contact her. <clears throat> Our masters will be displeased with this Ophidian. They were under the impression that you had much more evidence against him. Oh, I did. Except, you know, the person that had it was almost killed. <clears throat> I guess I'll just have to stay here in the city longer then. I guess I won't be returning home since I'm such a disappointment. As you say this, he kind of slithers very quickly right up to your face and as he does you can see the large uh yellow slit eyes of a serpent that kind of just get like right there and you can hear uh 
a, a snarl in his voice and he goes, ah, you've been gone for too long. Did you forget the penalty for failure of our masters? I advise you, Ophidian, to take this more seriously for your own safety. I haven't failed once for our for our masters. That is so, yet to be seen now. That's true. And as you say this, he kind of slithers back into his seat. Is there anything else that you would like to say to him? Nope. I'll just sit there. Okay. With the you're not, you're not even going face. to address how the Wanty issued a recall for the Ophidian model? <laughs> I'm not worried about it. All right. <laughs> okay. We go over to Ami and Rolik since uh, Les's partner in crime, Ray, is right now, is not here at the moment. Um, Ami, Rolex. Rolex, you just saw Ami release a torrent of water across a group of hostile, uh, you know, rowdy uh, um, commoners that were outside the Wintermere Estate protesting against what's been going on in the city. These four men in... Or you don't know if they're men or women. They're four hooded figures in these blackish kind of cloaks that chucked what were Molotov cocktails, essentially, towards the walls. And as this happened, again, this torrent of water doused them, and you hear them just smack against the, um, the stonework. Some of them actually fly over the wall itself, and you can just hear the glass breaking as this happens. Um, the, the, uh, the four individuals, two of them went one way and two of them went the opposite direction as this happened. Um, they they see the water coming down and they realize that something is not going according to plan and they start to bolt as the crowd is getting more hostile and agitated at things. The guards that are in the front uh, protecting the front gate here start to, again, draw their weapons and are kind of like more threatening right now to the crowd who's getting a little bit more hostile. What do the two of you want to do? Well, I guess, I mean, from... I'm thinking from Rolex's perspective, they didn't like Wintermere anyway. Somebody mm -hmm. was just going to torch Wintermere. I'm not sure that he cares. So, I mean, Rolex is just going to ask uh, for Ami, uh, should we do anything about them? Ami, Ami is still in your chest plate, by the way, because yep. again, yeah. Well, she had to peek out to cast a spell, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but she's still she's like, in the inside, compartment yeah. there, yeah. Ami just kind of grins and says, I'm just... Uh... <laughs> Holding back everything I can to not tell the guards that uh, I did their job better as a tiny little fairy than they did in their entire <laughs> armada. <clears throat> um, so then we still haven't we're... seen any of the others. No, you have not yet. So then we're not here, is what you're saying. <laughs> if I had a coin to take out, <laughs> I would. <laughs> okay. Then I think we can proceed to be not here and look around more. I'd like to kind of survey the area more, Jason, to see. Uh, like we're going to see some some sort of reaction, right? Because, like like you mentioned, at least one of them went over the wall and shattered, and I'm sure people understood what was supposed to happen. And then the sudden downpour and all this that that just happened, just kind of wander nonchalantly and try and gather the general mood of what might be about to happen to try and prepare sure. for when our our party shows. I think it sure, might be a little I'm, bit easier to survey now too, with everybody kind of paying attention to the same thing in the same area. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, I would say that's a perception check, unless you have another idea of what that would be. From both? I mean, I'm good at investigation, but I honestly don't know what, what I would be investigating. Right. So it's, it's like, yeah, perception, I think. Okay, I think a general, general perception check from both of you, yeah. Ami, if you're doing the same thing. Ami's going to move up to his shoulder. <clears throat> So you okay. got some height advantage. Uh, seven, not okay. extremely perceptive. Uh, okay. With Ami. Yeah. All right, Ami. Um, Rolex. While Rolex is scanning the the area here, Rolex, you are really. This is the first time that you've seen maybe angry mobs as you know a, a group of individuals. Um, uh, most of the humans and the 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 humanoid creatures that you see, you try to learn from and you try to evaluate what's going on. This is the first time that you can see genuine hostility and anger from a massive crowd. So while you are looking over things, you I think you probably get a little bit too dis too involved and too distracted with some of mm -hmm. the individuals there um, uh, to actually see kind of what's going on around the actual area. But Ami. Sitting inside of Rolex's um, uh, um, uh, chest plate, you see that again, the water that was rushing down and doused the area, you know, the crowd got a little bit more excited. And the guards definitely got more hostile, especially as these bottles went through there here. You can see the one guard, the main one uh, that was um, outside the front entrance, who um, initially didn't want to let you guys in, you can see him bring out a whistle and he starts to blow into it and he yells back. He goes, he goes, he goes, it's getting more violent out here. We need more help. And you can see up on the walls, there are more guards like moving forward and you can see, and you can hear what sounds like machinery behind the walls. And you see like the tips of large metallic arrows got kind of like pointing over the wall. It looks like they have ballistas that they have that are stationed on the actual wall itself that are kind of popping up and pointing down at the crowd. You also hear heavy footsteps. You think at first with a 14 that it is maybe just Rolex's feet kind of clink, clink, wonking, wonking around. But coming through the front gate, you see two massive obsidian guards, these heavy, uh, um, shining black uh, metallic constructs that are very large. I mean, they make they make Rolex look tiny in comparison. And Rolex is pretty pretty big as far as a construct goes and they clink, clink and as they make their way out you can see the crowd kind of like take a few steps back and the people who were in the front like pushing against uh the barriers that the guards had put in there kind of like lean back a little bit and start to take steps back um what would you like to do question hello there it starts all right uh, <laughs> i see okay. thought it was my brain for a second um, so <laughs> that, um, that's the sound of Ami's brain kicking on. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> can I make a nature check on the big babies? I would like to know what they are like specifically. The big babies. What the obsidian guards. Those are constructs. So yeah. oh, okay. nature, I'm not sure what nature you would roll on that here as far as what you're trying to discern from nature, but they are a massive massive constructs they are like rolex oh okay. they, but they appear to be non-sentient machines are, right? yes yes okay i mean based on what we've seen so far and yes. they're like what between 15 and 20 feet tall essentially they're yes big big machines that crush things when their masters tell them to mm -hmm. <laughs> amiel just whisper in rolex's ear you can go back to being 14 feet tall if you want <laughs> um i don't think it makes me as strong as them you don't know that? 
Okay. Um, <laughs> then yeah, I guess I guess at that point, um, Ami Ami will get like his attention seriously too, and kind of point out in case he hadn't seen, you know, like all the ballistas and the extra yeah, people Rolex. coming out, and just figure out what we want to go yeah. from there. You would notice this at that point, then Rolex. That seems very dangerous. We should not be in front of any of those weapons. I agree. Um, I guess, do we have, I don't, I don't want to say a dark secluded corner, but somewhere that's obviously out of the way of attention, uh, um, just a spot that we can kind of hang. Sure. But hopefully something that still has a good vantage point of the area. So we know yeah. when people are around. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, from your last, last game here, when you guys made your way off to like a nonchalant place, um, you know, no need to roll on that one. Uh, there are several places. And again, most of the uh, attention from the guards and everyone else is like at the front gate area. So there's a lot of focus on there. Not so much as uh, if you guys take a few steps back and you can see going back down towards the city, uh, towards Hightown, where there are other buildings and like that. Just maybe a hundred yards away, there are several larger trees. There are like, uh, you know, very ornate kind of like uh, walkways with plenty of cover where you guys can kind of move over to and still have a good view of the entire front of the Wintermere estate and be kind of out of the area uh, still. So if you guys wanted to, you guys could absolutely do that. Cool. I think for me, at least, I think that's the best approach. Um, Ami, does that sound good? I definitely think it's a good idea to at least keep some kind of like lookout. Do we do we know where the party will be coming from? You guys don't, because again, you guys really didn't coordinate the best when you all split yeah. up in when, multiple ways. When we were first out there before the whole Molotov cocktail rain, rain shower thing happened, the idea was to be standing at what would be pretty much the main approach, like what would lead up towards the main gates. And that's kind of where we were hanging out. And but we'd I be able to see that, that a, from where he yeah, mentioned it. I just don't think it's a good idea for us to stand out in the open like that, but somewhere maybe we could see that. Yeah. Even though yeah that's in reality, our party will never approach the way we expect. We yeah. can at least look for it in the way that most people would approach. Yeah. If this place that's being mentioned is somewhere that we can still clearly see that area and be out of, not to, <laughs> not to flip the morale, but like line of fire in case whatever happens, yeah. I think that'd be a really good idea. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I like it. Okay, so um, we'll we'll let you guys again chill out where you're at right now. Here, still looking for your party and things. You guys are in a nonchalant kind of area where most people, even walking by a seven foot tall construct, uh, they are very much focused on what's going on at the Wintermere Estate, and you know any people who are passing by. And you do notice there are some more people coming up that way here, looking to join the kind of riot and the protest and stuff. Uh, but they pay no, they, they really pay no attention to the to the two of you as uh, you guys were never there. And um, they make their way up. Now, we'll move over to Les and Ray's. You guys are in a boat right now, and there are several guards that have uh, jumped in. You've jumped into basically a guard boat since you guys were dressed as Wintermere soldiers, and uh, your goal was to jump into a ferry uh, and make your way over to the Wintermere estate. Um, as you are pulled on, on board, um, again, you guys kicked a hornet's nest over in that particular part of the city. You can hear the remaining guards that are in that part of the city fighting with the civilians and fighting with the citizens over there. Uh, you can hear like 
blades clanging against each other. Um, and you can hear people like running and screaming in different directions. But you guys are on the water and making your way across towards the Wintermere estate right now. And as you are, you can see the um, the the guard, the young looking guard who uh, was initially the one who saw you both and saw you less tackle somebody and restrain them and the entire kind of riot ensued. You can see him like pushing his way through the boat as you and Ray's are sitting there, um, uh, uh, you know, still kind of catching your breath from what just happened. You can see the young guard walk over to you and goes, he goes, are you all right, men? Uh, yeah, we're okay. We got away with our lives, so that's good. Uh, yeah, they're okay. going crazy up there. He's like, I saw that. I saw that here. I, I didn't know that uh, we had any any magic using gods here. Um, uh, he looks over at Ray's, who's not here at the moment. Ray's is still kind of, I'm assuming, has his head down and is trying to uh, catch his breath. Um, uh, he's out cold. Uh, he teleported me here, and then we he fell and hit his head. So he won't be talking for a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's uh, practicing that on the side. He wanted to go and make sure he was skilled in case it was necessary. So he goes... Oh, very well. Uh, so, what what did you see? I mean, the, was the there was a uh, somebody in the crowd that just decided to attack you? I mean, this is this is becoming madness here this well, evening. I saw some guys with jackets on, and they were moving in the crowd suspiciously. And then I saw them look like they were about to light something. And well, we don't want innocent civilians, taxpaying citizens, to our wallet dying. So I immediately went to go see if it was a bomb, and I found this Molotov cocktail. In well, uh, the equivalent of in his jacket, and he was. I think they're gonna firebomb you, and uh, that's when he alarmed everyone that we were attacking them. And it got crazy. He he looks at it and he grabs the bottle and he goes, "Yes, we've been we've been having reports all over the city that these are being chucked at us, not the civil, not not citizens. They are attacking us out in the open and becoming more brazen. Several of these splinter groups and these gangs have become much more active since." Uh, Things have went down at the uh, at the power plant. Um, we need to be on the, the highest alert. So prepare yourselves. We're heading over to the estate right now. We should be approaching from the back waterway, and Lord Wintermere will be addressing us here soon. Oh, that sounds good. I love to raise up, throw him over my shoulder, and get off the little rowboat to get over to the regular boat. <laughs> Just okay. drag him around by the horns. He loves that. <laughs> Right. You guys are you guys are making your way across the river, and you guys will be over there probably in about twenty or thirty minutes uh, on the larger boat. And as you're on there, you can see there are several guards on the actual boat. They are outfitting themselves. They are arming. They are arming themselves, and it looks like they are preparing for a pretty you know intense engagement uh, as they move forward. Is there anything else that you want to do, Les, while you're on the bigger boat moving across the river? Are we heading to the main estate, or are we just uh, what's the plan exactly? Yeah. Uh, are you asking the, the 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 same guy who was talking to you? Yes. Okay. He looks at you. And he goes. He goes. Yes. We're heading to the Wintermere Estate. Uh, Lord Phineas has pulled most of the guards back uh, that were in this area to the estate to secure his compound and prepare for whatever he's about to unleash in the city. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we'll be ready. Wake up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Start slapping Ray's back and forth in the face, uh, who is still asleep. As he's as he's still laying there, again, his disguise self is still up because he's not unconscious. He's just pretending to say right now. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the guards come over and look and go, "Can we offer any assistance? Does he need Does he need healing? Does he need?" Uh, 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 he's okay. He just bumped his head. He's uh, he's all right. Make a deception check uh, real quick to see if that you can 
protect Rays from any scrutiny at the moment. Uh, it's a plus two. Good luck. 18, not bad. 18, all right. With an 18, with what they're got, with what they have going on here, um, yeah, they, they kind of go, all right, well, uh, we heard that you helped uh, several of us out overall across the river. Good job. They kind of give you a, a little pat on the shoulder, and then they go about doing what they're doing, getting ready on the boat. Hmm. Uh, I'll pretend to act busy also checking, which is walking back and forth, just, I don't know, uh, trying to help someone lift a sail or whatever, and then uh, check on rays, just back and forth, just busy work while we sail across. Okay. Okay. We go over to Ophidian as this is happening. Ophidian, um, you're on a, on going up, making your way up the river here. You've made your way onto the ferry. It was another 20 gold for the ferry. Cause again, you took, Oof. yep. You took, you took a, a good, you have good, good cabin on the ferry right now as you're making your way up towards the, uh, high town. Um, uh, is there anything that you would like to do while you're on your way? On your way up, you can see that there are several people on this ferry. A lot of them seem to be on edge as there's a lot of chaos going on in the city. You can see there are several individuals who are like clustered together and they seem to be having some intense conversations with each other. Um, what would you like to do? Um, uh, do we have a cabin by ourselves? Myself yes. and the envoy? Yeah, well, for, for, for the 20 gold, yeah, you would have a captain by yourself. Uh, I will disguise myself as um, one of my other aliases. <clears throat> I'll do the... Uh, uh, try to remember. Where's my stuff at? Oh, my God. Shiitake, Portobello. No, no, it's going to be the uh, least de Belem, the, uh, the mm -hmm. arrogant daughter of uh, this former baron who's, you know, had died. Yep. <clears throat> So yeah, you, you can easily do that here, not a problem. Yep. What were you wanting to do with what were you wanting to do with that? Anything on the Well, boat that's or? a little bit easier for me to, you know, get in, get an audience if I'm already like high society somebody, you know, mm -hmm. that I've been seen at, you know, parties and whatnot, and maybe even talked to Phineas before, you know, or his wife, because uh as Elise, I hit on all the women and try to steal them from their husbands and <laughs> cause yeah, you know, and you know start duels with the husbands if they don't like it absolutely absolutely okay yeah he's oh, easy enough you're being a home wrecker oh, I'm easy, totally a home wrecker. easy I'm a enough wrecker. as you're doing that just make me a, a general perception check while you're getting ready to see if you notice anything uh with um the envoy 19 19 a 19 that's a healthy perception check right there so as you're getting ready and uh you're looking into the mirror applying you know um the different things that go into your aesthetic for uh this particular person you you'd probably spend a little bit more time creating this disguise because you have to again look the part of a of a noble uh, of right. somebody of high society versus Chikati or somebody else who could be more you know common or maybe looking in terms right. of the details um but as you do, you overhear the envoy whispering something and muttering something to what appears to be a stone that's in his hand. Uh, again, you're familiar with these things. We look like sending stones and stuff like that. And as he's muttering and whispering things into his into the stone, you also see outside your window, uh, you see several people moving back and forth. And one individual is walking down towards a, another first class, you know, uh, accommodation. Uh, this person is being accompanied by a few people that you recognize from Ray's 
organization, the fifth form, people you saw at the various safe houses that you've been to, these were typically kind of people who were pretending to be um, just regular customers, but really were working with his organization. You can see them now not looking like, you know, hooded, like sleeping drunk customers in a tavern. You can see them wearing actual kind of like armor and walking down the down the hallway towards the ferry uh towards one of the cabins in the ferry um so that's what you notice with with a 19 currently so i can't tell what uh the envoy whispered um make me a uh yeah i would say yeah i would say with a 19 yes you would you would hear you overhear uh him whispering um again he was t he was saying that uh, Ophidian might not have been as successful as we thought, and that Plan B might need to be put into effect. <laughs> I told you to take me, Ophidian, and you didn't. You failed us. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, for the fifth form people in armor, what kind of armor are they in? Um, with, with a, since they just walked past quickly with a 19, it looks to be some sort of, um, lightweight looking armor. It looks to be, uh, chain mail, but it's intricately woven. You would probably associate this with probably mithril, uh, of some kind, definitely high end armor. So they're not trying to disguise themselves as any type of city guard or any other. No, no, no. They, 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 they look like, they look like um, adventurers basically, but they're all wearing like the same kind of thing. They look like basically like private guards. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Anything that you want to do? Nope. Okay. Well then we will speed up the boats here and Rolex and Ami, it takes you guys a few hours of standing there. It starts to get um, towards the, the dead of night by the time you start seeing uh, um, uh, boats and things like that coming into the different areas around uh, High Town. Um, you obviously don't know who's on these boats here, but again, by this time, Les, your boat pulls up to the back of the Wintermere Estate. There is a dock, and you can see the outside walls and the large manor estate. And as you get out, um, you pick up Ray's with you and you start carrying Ray since he's still <laughs> pretending to be asleep since he's not here. And uh, you hop off the boat and you make your way into the interior of the Wintermere estate. Now, again, um, uh, inside of here, it is high activity. There is a lot of guards moving around here. They are setting up um, uh, barricades. They are building things. And you can see now, Les, as you're walking forward, and you've seen these creatures before, the large mechanical constructs, the obsidian guards. You see them <laughs> moving around and patrolling through the estate. And as you make your way up into the actual estate itself, you can see um, where Ami's garden was, where Rolex were at prior. And you can also see the large three-story estate with, again, the front two. And now it's because it's very, very dark outside. The first floor and the third floor, lights are on. Second floor is completely like all the shutters are shut. There's no light in there currently, and it looks completely like deserted on that level. Les gets a little smirk, but then he realizes that he did not see Rolex or Ami when he looked towards the garden and then kind of frowns again. This is not going according to somewhat of a plan. As you say this here, uh, a, a, a soldier walks up to you. She is 
um, wearing what appears to be a very, very high-ranking, um, uh, I, it's a, uh, there's a collared kind of like um, insignia that the Wintermere guards wear. The regular ones are like the bluish kind of cloaks and stuff. This one here is a different insignia on it. And again, less being a soldier and somebody who's worked in the city for a while, you recognize this as a higher rank officer. And she walks and she goes, she starts to organize the people, telling them, head over there, head over there, do this, do this. And she approaches, she sees you, Les, just holding up Les, uh, holding up um, uh, Ray's, I'm sorry, Les. And uh, she goes, what the hell happened to him? Oh, he saved my life. Um, and uh, he took a big hit for doing so. Um, do we have a med bay I can take him to? She looks over and she goes, oh, good Lord, we're going to need a bigger med bay here if tonight if if the reports are accurate about tonight. Yes, on the other side of the manor. Drop him off and then report to the south wall. I, I will do. And I get the best salute that I've seen others do <laughs> while holding somebody, so it's going to look sloppy regardless. So, Make a performance check. Let's just see how, how good it is. Uh, I was hoping I could get away without a performance check with it carrying somebody. Let's go. <laughs> is anybody going to recognize that um, he's carrying oats over his shoulder and hauling somewhere around? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray's is currently disguised at the moment. So, yeah. but, but as you go to salute, you just kind of let Ray's like slip off your shoulder and then he's like dangling down. His pants kind of drop down a little bit and you have to hold them back up and Whoops. get them back on. And she's like, just go, just go, please drop him off. Report to the South wall. We need, we need more people uh, over uh, by the ballistas. Yes, sir. And ran off. As you make your way through the, um, through the actual uh, uh, manor estate, you can see there are several guards now and it is packed in here. Um, something big is being prepared inside this area. And you can see several guards now are breaking out saws and like hacking down other trees inside right now, um, preparing what looks to be more defenses and more barricades and barriers as this happens. Um, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh, gonna be. Uh, I, I look for whatever medical station that I can find. I, if I see anybody on like makeshift gurneys or like dead guards, like wrapped up outside or something that will give away where they've been operating on people or anything. And okay. They head that way. I don't necessarily go in there, but I'm going to at least head that direction. So I don't look okay. suspicious. Okay. Yeah. As you head that direction, um, Ray's starts to come to, and uh, again, you can put him down and he starts walking with you. We're going to say at this point here, because Ray should hopefully be here with us in a few minutes, <laughs> is uh, back up. And as you guys are making your way through, Ophidian, the ferry, the ferry, the ferry uh, makes its way into Hightown and uh, people start to disembark. As they disembark, you make your way uh, out of the ferry and onto the actual city streets. Um, you know where the Wintermere Estate is. What would you like to do? I'd like to pay attention to see where the Fifth Form guys are doing. <clears throat> Okay, so you purposely hold back and wait for them to get off as well, correct? Yep, yep. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, as you do this, you see um, there is an individual who is walking down with about four of the fifth form people. And again, you recognize a couple of them. You don't recognize all of them because, again, uh, not all of them were in those bars. Uh, but you do recognize two of them from there. And you kind of hone in on them as they're walking their way out. As they make their way out, you can see them 
move over towards one of the taverns that's in Hightown that's on its way up to the Wintermere Estate, and there are a large group of people in front of that particular tavern. He makes his way over towards them, and you can see him address them briefly. How close are you wanting to be to this? Enough where I could... Not that I can really read lips, but uh, I guess enough if I can kind of pick up pick up some words, you know, kind of get a little okay. bit of a. As this happens, as you're like seeing them move over towards the tavern area, you see the envoy. He's with you, and he's like, he's like, Ophidian, bring me to this. To me, let we have no time to waste. This is not your town. It's my town. We'll do things as I please. Okay. Who runs your town? As you say this, his eyes and he the tone again shifts. I need you to make me a persuasion check uh, or intimidation check if you're trying to be intimidating and say, this is my town, uh, whatever you prefer. Yeah, let's do persuasion. I'm not trying to be complete dick about it. Okay. Point. All right. As you say this, he stops moving and he turns back to you and he goes, fine, I will yield to you. Expertise, but make no mistake, Ovidian, this is not your town. It would be wise of you to remember your place. <laughs> but he seems to stay and wait for you. All right. <clears throat> okay. With um, that, you turn your back attention back to the fifth form people. And as you try to read their lips from where you're at here and try to kind of gauge what they're saying. Uh, make me a investigation check, I guess. 16. Okay, with a 16, you are able to gain a few things that are being said. Um, you hear, uh, you hear um, uh, west side of the wall. You kind of, because again, he's, he's like talking and turning his head around and addressing the group. So you kind of like catch glimpses of it. You don't get a chance to look at all the words that are coming out of his mouth with a 16. As he turns his head and his back towards you, you just lose the context of what, what's being said there. But with a 16, you do get enough. Uh, he says, you know, uh, west side of the wall, east side of the wall, coordination, wait for the signal. And that's kind of what you hear from from them as he's talking. You can see like there are several individuals inside that, that mob of people that he's around kind of nodding their heads. And as they're nodding their heads, they start to break off and move up out their way. How many were there? About um, there's probably about a good 40 of them there. Okay. I will uh, look back to the envoy like we can continue on to the, the estate now and I'll ask them, what do you know about the fifth form? I'll try to say that quietly as I can so you know, just the envoy can hear me. Yeah. Uh, so as you say that to the envoy, the envoy goes, ah, the fifth form. Peasants in terms of their size. Idealists from what we gather. Relatively harmless in our perspective. Well, as we walk to the estate, I'll just say they're looking to probably cause some chaos at the estate, which is fine for the moment. Just FYI. Let them scurry like the insects that they are. 
That's all I need. I just need somebody buzzing, buzzing the tower. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Rolex and Rolex it has been uh, it has been a while. You guys have been hanging out there. It's getting late and it's getting darker. And again, the crowd is not seeming to subside. But you do see now the guard presence and the amount of security that's in the front has swelled. There is a ton of them. You can see there are guards on the on the actual um, uh, top wall here. There are tons of them now. Uh, was before it was a handful of them were patrolling around. Now you see large ballistas aiming down at the crowd. You see uh, they have what appears to be like uh, uh, lanterns that are out that are shining down lights into the crowd overseeing things. There are two heavy uh, obsidian soldiers uh, uh, that are standing there at the front gates on either side as like kind of crowd control. Um, you see more and more people moving in. Um, uh, Rolex, go ahead and make me a perception check because you've seen the fifth form. You've been in there before. Ami really hasn't, so Ami wouldn't know what to look for. But let's just see if you recognize let's anybody. see what I end up. Yeah, seven. <laughs> I am not at all perceptive this evening. <laughs> Rolex is just he's enjoying the night as far as seeing oh, so yeah. many people. there's a heck of a lot of people watching going on because there's a heck of a lot of people that need watching okay okay with a seven as well you don't notice the envoy or this other individual that is Ophidian who is in disguise right now you have not seen this disguise on Ophidian Ophidian uh, make me a perception check and let's see if you notice them on your way up to this area because again they're 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 hiding off in a little bit of a they're off the they're off the main path 17. 17. okay with a 17 again you see um like standing behind some of like the trees and like off the actual path that way that leads up to the to the actual estate there is a warforge just standing there observing things you see um Rolex. You see Rolex like looking over and out, but he, and he does not see or notice you because obviously again you're distract you're disguised and you don't look anything like yourself currently. Um, but you do notice that your one of your team members are standing off to the side of the road. And then what is he? Just people watching? Yeah, looks to be. Uh, and, and Ami is probably visible, sitting on his shoulder or something like that. But yeah, okay. I will really kind of pay no attention to them. Okay. All right, Rolex, you see, again, as people are passing by, there are several, most of them are looking to be more uh, commoner-style clothing here. You do see that there is a few noble people, and one of them is coming up, uh, this very, what does is, what is your disguise look like as this baroness, this daughter? Um, I guess it would be like a, it's still like, like a shirt and pants, like kind of f fancy, but still where I could able to move around and fight with it. Cause you know, she's still armed with the, with the rapier and all that. Cause she still fights duels with people, but uh, as feminine as possible, but still able to kick some ass, you know? Okay. All right. The hair is like, the hair is like a ponytail done up, you know? <clears throat> Absolutely. So yeah, you do notice there is um, a, some, you know, a very well-dressed looking individual walking up towards the thing as well, along with the rest of the crowd of people who are moving forward. Um, Rolex and Amiya, is there anything else that you want to do at the moment? Um, it, it looks like there's just more guard activity and they're getting ready to attack these people. I don't, since I don't like Wintermere and the people outside don't like Wintermere, um, maybe try and work our way inside to stop it. 
somehow, or at least to put a pause on launching big arrows into a crowd? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's up to you, Ami. Ami, you're there as well. There might be a way we can sabotage the ballista or something. Um... Oh, oh, we got a grand entrance coming here. Hey, oh. there he is. <laughs> bueno, bueno, I'm here. Hey, bueno. I'm, I'm not late. Ah, welcome. <laughs> I'm not just late. late. Just well, it's, 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 it's all Definitely right. haven't all been right. awake for 24 hours. Who does that? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay because uh, uh, Les has taken good care of you. Just only gave you a small head wound. <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I didn't actually drown you on the robot. Why not? I get to pull a new character on the last session. <laughs> it is tempting to go full monk mode for this one. Monkey. Right. He wouldn't let me. Okay, so, uh, Les, by this time, Ray starts to wake up. Uh, still disguised, uh, but you guys are dead center now. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, just so you're aware, Ray's, uh, Les has led you into the heart of the Wintermere estate. Uh, there are guards everywhere, obsidian soldiers everywhere, and you guys are currently disguised as guards at the moment. You know, you're lucky I'm good at this. <laughs> Remind me to never cut you off at the bar again. <laughs> uh, will do, uh, if we get out of this alive. So the second story windows are, or the whole floor is dark. That's probably our goal, but we really need to meet up with everyone else. I I don't know if you saw, but um, we were heading towards the med stations because I acted like you were a fallen soldier. I don't know how much you were listening, but uh, so we are in the clear right now, but uh, they might spot us if we don't start acting somewhat appropriate to the situation. <laughs> Okay. Now, uh, for those of you who are on Roll20 right now, you can see I just switched over the map to the player. Now we have all the players, and you guys are all kind of in this general area. Now, there are outlines of the buildings. I wasn't able to put roofs on them because I ran out of time when I was making things uh, um, this week. Um, but you can see kind of where you guys are currently at. Um, Raise and Les, you guys are uh, right here. I'll ping where you guys are at right now on the map in like the heart of the estate. Uh, Rolex and Ami are over here on the pathway. These are there are a bunch of again uh, citizens out there between uh, the grandeur of the front entrance of the uh, Wintermere Estate as possible, and then Ophidian is here making his way up towards the front. So again, he can see how to best get in or move into the place to get an audience with Lord Wintermere himself. Uh, we have the several Obsidian guards uh, around the estate itself. So now that if everyone can see that mm -hmm. um, and we're all relatively in the same place now, uh, we'll start with Ray's here. Ray's, what would you like to add to this here? We'll throw you right into the deep end uh, with Les. As you guys are, again, dead center in the middle of the, the estate, you can see the manor off to your, off to your side. Um, again, second level of the manor, completely dark. All the windows are shut. Uh, looks like they're blacked out even, and then the front and the, the second and um, the first and the third floor have lights on, as it is very easy to tell that it lit up because it is nighttime right now. It's probably close to eleven uh, o'clock at night at the moment. So we hear this commotion, like we know the commotion going off to the west, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can hear the mob outside. The mob has not turned violent yet and started like attacking people, but you can hear chanting you can hear you know yelling you can hear people being generally uh protesting and what's going on around them 
I <laughs> I want to see if I can cheese something. Uh, that being the spell message, uh, cantrip. Point your finger yep. towards a creature within range. Whisper a message. Um, I'm gonna point into the like towards the mob because I'm gonna like raise the. What are the chances that they're on the wrong side of the wall? <clears throat> Um, and I'm going to try and contact Ami because Rolex is not a great conversation. <laughs> okay, so as you make your way up past the gate, because that's where you can really see uh, into the mob, because again, there's there's high stone walls everywhere. So we're going to move you and Les up there because Les was taking you up to that side of the of the uh, of the estate, anyways, because that's where the um, uh, the medical tent is, and he was claiming that you had been hit on your head, which is why you weren't talking too much during this time. Uh, as you pass by the barricades and several large obsidian guards with looks to be uh, actual cannons that are pointing towards the front gate themselves, you kind of point your finger out and you, what do you say in the message as you're pointing your finger out trying to get to Ami? <laughs> um, if you can hear me, please say you're inside the manor walls. Okay. Um, moving past the front entrance there, you're going to have a, a few opportunities to hit Ami on this here through the sea of people. Please so don't hit go, me. So go ahead and make me a Arcana check to see how good your aim is with this Yay. magical spell. Oh, boy. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. You don't want to do it again, but that was definitely the chair. Can I... There it goes. See? I guess I would defeat the pool. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right, let's go. <laughs> what do I got? Uh, 21. Okay, a 21. You point your finger out, and as you point through the crowd, uh, uh, again, you say... You hear coming back to you. Inside of your head, you go... Who is this? I'm not outside. I'm not inside. I'm outside here protesting. What? Who's? Where did this come from? You hit somebody, but it doesn't seem to be Ami. Uh, you have another chance to hit. I mean, it's a high DC because again, you're pointing right. into a random mob trying to get it. So go ahead and make me another Arcana check as you're passing by the wall. <clears throat> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Trying to hit like a pin, a needle tip on like a thousand miles away. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically speaking, I'm. Uh, wait, has Ami exited Rolex yet? No, she's still inside Rolex. Then, then yeah, then technically I'm targeting a creature that has total cover. <laughs> well, she, um, she, she's, peek, she's peeking, she's looking out from her chest plate right now, so it's Ami's still doing. on Rolex's can, shoulder. Yeah. Can I actually... Uh, and you wouldn't know second. that anyways, because you're not, you're not, you haven't been there, so you don't know that she's actually in his chest plate. You're just right. trying to find her. Um, can, can I take a second to, like, make a perception check and look over? Okay, go ahead and make uh, a perception check. Uh, I'm looking specifically for Rolex now. Okay. Like, okay, well, couldn't target the fairy. All right. Um, actually, from where you're at, you probably wouldn't be able to see them because Rolex purposely got off the path and is nonchalantly staying off the road where he's kind of out of sight slightly. So it's very, very hard to see him from here. So, it's, again, it's a high DC. Make me a perception check. Well, that's <laughs> plus 11 versus plus 4. Roughly the same role, a 20. A, a Damn 20, you, Rolex, yeah. and your nonchalance. 
Yeah, you you don't you don't see Rolex through the crowd as you're looking through the ball because you're looking through bars, you're looking through the gate, you're looking through soldiers, you're looking through crowd trying to find Rolex, and yeah, it's 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 tough. You don't see him. I think maybe when Rolex changed the appearance of his armor, he just turned it into bars. <laughs> camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, soldier. Soldier. I'm gonna holler to a random soldier that I see. Okay. Yeah. You you see us. Uh, uh, one of the he's like he's like a. Uh, Loading up like what looks to be cannon shot next to these cannons where you guys are at. He goes, he looks, he goes, yes. What do you want? Uh, I was actually looking for someone more that was carrying like pieces of wood and stuff that was uh, trying to like build up the barricade. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I should have elaborated. Um, you're like, you. like not looking for somebody with some wood. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, screw you too, man. I'm trying to work here, and he's putting cannon well, shot. I just want to say, excellent job. Excuse me, you soldier. You see, you see, there's a, a soldier like with a wagon full of like wood planks, and he's like pushing it through there, trying to deliver it somewhere. Uh, he stops and he goes, "Yes." Oh, this is some sturdy wood, but there should be sturdier stuff. Do you know where the gardeners are? They can probably point us to the best stuff if we really want to fortify this place. Um, the gardeners, I think they were here a while ago. Uh, there was a really a uh, small looking uh fairy person in a big robot. Yes, yes. Uh, she indeed. looked very she looked very pissed off and very agitated. Um I don't know, she might have been crazy. I'm I'm not sure how fey creatures are sometimes, but they were here a while ago. They were off over towards where the fountain is, um where we've been collecting wood and 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 supplies. Um but I think they left. You just uh, missed them, buddy. The shift ended 10 minutes ago. Well, we need to get them back in here if we want to fortify this place. They're going to burn this place down if we don't get the better wood that's like you know flame retardant and whatnot so we need to get them here asap you need to send somebody soon or tell the supervisor somebody in charge that we need them back we need a gardener stat <laughs> make a uh, persuasion check or a deception check or even intimidation check if you're trying to get this person to uh, move quickly on what you're asking. I'm going to go in intimidation. Give me a guard or I'll kick your ass. Oh, 11. Seriously. Uh, I'm going to use a lucky point, uh, I guess. No, I'll just, I'll save those. Uh, <laughs> For what, Randy? <laughs> uh, you know what? You know, what? I'll just use it. You know, uh, I'll, I'll try again. So <laughs> God. I'm going to try Why one last like time. This? You follow that with a one. I, I took lucky for my last one. How did I follow that? There All right, is. 24. <laughs> Uh, so I start to say something, I stammer, I bite my tongue, ow! And then I'm like, you know what? Find them now! Uh, he goes, um, I, I think, I think, uh, I think uh, uh, Sula, she she, she, uh, she knows them, she's out front, uh, uh, sure. He kind of like dumps the wood into a pile, and he walks out uh, towards the front gate, and you can see him like lean through the gate, and he starts yelling towards uh, some of the guards that are out there, and you can see there's a, a young woman, she moves her way up. Uh, she looks tired. She's been out in front dealing with rioters for some time now, as this this has been going on for a while. You can see them talking, and you can see her like look back towards the crowd where uh, Ami and Rolex had left. And you're not you assume that they're looking for them, but uh, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I sent them to go get them, so I guess I'll follow behind and see if I can't help point them out. Okay. As as you do this here, uh, you see the woman. She goes. She goes. What? You're the one who's requesting the gardeners to come yeah. back in here. You think this is a time for gardeners? These guys are firebombing other places. We saw it at the docks. They were going to do it here. They probably already already tried it. 
And if they do it, we need the flame retardant wood, and only the gardeners probably know where it's at. The so gardeners we, know how to make flame retardant wood? Yes. I thought they were here just to garden and to make the plants grow. They grew flame retardant trees somewhere on this property. We need to know where it's at so we can get that wood. Really? I had no idea that Ami was so talented. Um, uh, all right. Um, uh, I'm not sure they went this way here. If, uh, if you want, uh, come out here and help me uh, try to find them. We might go faster this way. All right, let's go. Okay. Um, there is a, there is the main, um, iron bar gate that is down right now. Off to the side, there is what looks to be in the stone pillars that hold up the actual gate. There's looks to be a guard entrance where there is a little hallway that leads outside and it goes out, uh, into, uh, the actual front. So they don't actually have to raise up the actual, um, gate itself. As they make their way out, you guys are dressed as guards. And as you make out, you guys are greeted by a chorus of boos and and people yelling at you and like throwing like trash and food towards you guys as again um the crowd is not happy with the winter mirrors and they are there protesting and rioting to a large degree so uh you make your way out into this area here and as you do um uh ophidian you would recognize as you're making your way up to the gate here you would recognize a familiar looking cat wearing wintermere garb you don't recognize Rays, who has disguised himself differently uh, currently, but you do recognize uh, uh, um, Les walking out with another soldier uh, into the front of the area. What would you like to do? I pay no attention to him. <clears throat> okay. Like he's just some, you know, another another guard. Okay. Um, they pass you as they start, as you you see the young woman, she starts to go, this way, I think they went down here. I believe Ami stays uh, down towards this part of Hightown, and they start to make their way down through the crowd of people here. Um, the people are yelling. They are loud. They're not They're not doing anything hostile towards you, uh, except... Sorry, I'm going to see if I can make a perception check. I mean, I'm seeing people yelling at me, so I'm wondering if by chance I could possibly be on the lookout with a perception yeah. check of Rolex, yeah. or if I... If I roll high enough, maybe I possibly see a Fidian. Yeah. So as you as you make your way uh, down the way, that was going to happen here. Um, yep. But I also need Rays to make me a perception check as well. You got it. How does uh, thirty? A thirty. Uh, his thirty sound. My Ooh, eyes see all. Not not my fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Boo you too. <laughs> okay. As as you're making your way through there, Sula she has like her she has like her 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 spear out and she's kind of like pushing some of the people away from her. Um, Rays, yeah, yeah, you see everything. Um, and as you're making your way down, you can see less like moving past some of the trees and things like that, heading down towards the main part of High Town. You kind of grab him by the collar, and as you hold him up, you kind of point over to the side, and you can see there is. Uh, Rolex standing, looking out with uh, a tiny fairy in his chest. Um, Ray's with a 30 as well. You notice there are several individuals that you recognize from the fifth form who have now dispersed themselves into the actual crowd. Uh, they are blending in. They are doing the same kind of thing as the crowd is doing right now. But you see there are several of them in the actual crowd looking around they don't recognize you obviously because you're you're completely di you look completely different as far as your disguise um but you notice there are quite a few of them here you probably see at least three or four of them off to your left and another four or five off to your right are they are they still damp are they dripping 
No, these aren't the same ones in the black cloaks. These are different ones. Ah, okay, okay. Since, yes. Uh, do any of the ones that I recognize look towards me? Um, they seem like, to be like do I catch eyes with any of them? Yeah, they seem to be focused primarily toward the front, and they're like they're like kind of in groups. So one, the three of them are over here are kind of together, and then there's two and two over here. There's two of them off to one side, two of them off to another side, and they are again trying to blend in. Okay. Damn. How stealthily can I cast message? <laughs> um, I mean, with a 30, as far as your perception, you kind of see that most people aren't really paying too much attention to what's going on. They're all focused up there. You probably guess that you could probably cast a spell out in the open and most people wouldn't care at this moment here unless it did something dramatic like an explosion or something but you do see and again you do recognize a couple of them that are there so you recognize um you recognize uh one of your fifth form his his contact name is wheel he's off to the side over here you recognize hangman he's over off to the left and then you recognize death off to that side as well Hold on. So, sorry, um, I'm just... I I have some understanding of tarot, and uh, what the actual fuck? Wheel hand, Hanged Man and Death. All mm -hmm. in one, one grouping. Oh. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Um, I would like to cast message directed at Wheel. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So as you cast message to wheel, uh, I'm going to go over to uh, Ophidian real quick since he passed you guys and he's now making his way up to the gate as the group is still, you know, kind of broken apart. Ophidian, you're approaching the gate. There mm -hmm. is barricades. There are two large obsidian soldiers uh, that are standing on opposite sides. Uh, there are crowds of people who you have to kind of push and, you know, get your way through to even get up to the front if you want to go all the way up to the front what do you want to do uh yeah if that's if, if i could if there's a way in over here then yes if not then we'll try to make another way in the front gate is closed so you estimate if anyone would have to do some talking to get inside if he wanted to um right. but there's no way to like just walk right in right now especially with you can see up on the top there are several guards all of them have like their crossbows and things at the ready um there are two large ballistas on top of the gates as well they're looking down in the crowd there's no way just to walk right into this place um and it's definitely on high alert so you'd have to do some talking to get in through the front gate yeah okay but what i'm I guess what I'm asking is, even if I do talking, are they going to want to open that front gate anyway? Because that's a risk for people to charge it. Make a insight check to see if you can maybe discern the intentions, if if they would do it. 26. 26. You get the sense that, and again, you just now saw coming from like the side door off uh, uh, next to the main main uh, gate entry, you saw there were several guards, there were a few guards that came out and started to walk through the crowd and push through the crowd with you. Um, uh, you. You get the sense that they you can get in and out there. It's high alert, but if you present yourself as a high nobility kind of individual, you might be able to get inside. But yeah, it's, so this, 
does it make is that side door being watched by somebody then does it make yeah. sense oh, to yeah. make yeah, okay. yeah 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 it's definitely being watched all right yeah so we'll make our way to that side door then okay to get to the side door you have to get through the front barrier of guards first there are guards okay. like here here uh these it's kind of hard to discern on the map because of how big the area is but there are guards kind of like forming a perimeter right here and as you make your way up you can see one of the guards like he's got uh, a large um uh um shield and he's got a, a pole arm and he goes all the right there return to your homes again nothing to see here lord wintermere is not taking any audiences get back he's just yelling out kind of general things and you can hear like there's like a, a hoarseness in his voice because he's been yelling this all day probably um what do you want to say to him uh i want to say this uh i am uh elise de belem i am here to see lord phineas and i have a resolution to one of his problems he will want to see me as soon as possible I just dropped old words. We good? Hello. He's typing. Oh, there, I, the, you said wait a sec. I think as you put the pen in your mouth, I didn't understand what you were saying. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Oh, nope. oh. And Oof. he's gone. All right, he so we kill everybody, and we win. Astro yes. just stepped away too, so we're dropping like flies. Oh man, jeez, I was about to step away too and get a snack. <laughs> Look, if y'all didn't want to play with me, you should have just said so. It's crazy. Praise <laughs> you. Smells. Let me add Jason back in here. There's Jason. There you Sorry go. about that. I had a weird, unstable network connection here. Message that popped up. My apologies. Aphidian, uh, uh, I, I lost what you said towards the last part right there. If you could say it again, please. Uh, I have a resolution to one of his problems. He will want to see me directly. Okay. Uh, make a, I guess, a deception check or persuasion check. Persuasion. I guess it doesn't matter. They're both the same. 25. With a 25, uh, the guard kind of looks at you and he goes, he looks, he looks at least stable. I haven't, I'm not familiar with you, miss. Um, what, what problem are you proposing? He seems interested. He seems like you've made some sort of connection for them, but he needs what? What, what kind of problem are? What? What do? You, what are you? What are you proposing? Can here? Turn and look at the crowd. All this, I can make this go away. He goes. That would make my my day better. Um, he looks over at the uh, at some of the other guards, and one of them kind of gives him a little bit of a nod, like he's like. All right, very good, very good. Um, this way, uh, he snaps his fingers, and you see two guards like walk up from where the side entrance is, and they bring you over, and they start to bring you into the actual main estate. Um, okay, the envoy starts to move with you, and you can see the guards kind of like point their weapons towards him and go, "Is he with you?" Oh yes, he's part of the solution. They again with the, with a twenty five. They are they they seem to be a little more suspicious as he's completely like hooded and clo and cloaked from his um uh, demeanor he's not wearing anywhere near as fine a garb as you are either uh but they let you through with a 25 mm -hmm. as you make your way inside you see there are tons of guards inside of here it looks much different than the last time hollow notes had came in to evaluate things um um Okay, you're inside the compound. We go over to Rolex and Ami and Raze and Les, who are still outside. Raze, 
you're messaging, you said you're messaging Wheel, correct? Yes. Okay, what are you saying to them? Wheel, tower, half-elf, blonde hair, next to the cat person. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Has, uh, what's going on? No time to report back yet. Okay. As you say this here, uh, you see Wheel, he turns, and again, Wheel is a uh, rather short-looking, um, uh, looks to be half-dwarf, actually, is what Wheel is. Uh, small, like... Um, like a dwarf, but not as thick or as wide. He looks to be thinner and more like almost a halfling, but definitely taller than a halfling, probably about four feet tall in total. And again, kind of like a five o'clock shadow, but still kept together very well. You can see on his, on his, um, on his, on his cloak. And again, typically the fifth form don't wear their stuff out in public. You can see he does have the symbol of the wheel uh, on his on his uh, on his chest as he looks as he's looking for you he turns back and he sees the half elf and he replies back he goes he goes tower what are you doing here you're not supposed to be a part of this um if if i feel like i can get away with message again i'm going to uh cast it Otherwise, I'm just going to like flash my journal and make like a walk gesture. Like, I have I have information. I'm going to deliver. That's essentially what that motion would be. But if I feel like I can cast message, I will. Yeah, yeah, you can cast message again. Okay, yeah, uh, that one's uh, just going to be um, got detoured, reporting back. Uh, still don't know where second is wound up here you look all he says back to you is the cycle is done fate is intervening tonight the first commands it and then he just that's all you hear from him oh it's cowabunga time As you say, as you see this here, you do see Rolex and Ami, and we will say that again, uh, um, uh, Rolex. Um, you do notice that again, because again, coming from the uh, from the front, you can see the, the guards have not moved towards the crowd all day. But there is finally a handful of guards making their way to you, and you and Ami both recognize the familiar cat face of Les wearing a guard's uniform, a non-soiled guard uniform. As, as soon as Rolex recognizes Les, he'll kind of double time directly towards him. I would just softly nod with open eyes, like, just like, just go with whatever they ask. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, let's see. How would I interpret that? Yeah. Um, how would, how would Rolex I'm interpret guessing that? I'm guessing Rolex looks at, would probably see that as Les is excited to see him. <laughs> so he'll wave and say, I lass. As 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 you do this and you see Rolex walking towards you and less eyes wide open, uh <laughs> nodding. Um, you can see Sula, the woman, she goes, she goes, Ah, there they are. They didn't go very far. Less, is it? Yes, less. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> uh You're not expected to know every guard that works for you. So. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, she, as this happens, you guys are all back together. You see Ray's looking <laughs> off to the side, very, very intently looking off to the side, uh, disguised as a half-elf. You're not sure who this person is because he's disguised right now, Ami and Rolex. What do you four want to do? 
guys, we need you. Um, I I know that Ami has been working with the plants, and she knows where the flame retardant wood is. So we need to go into the uh, fort. Fort. Uh, what's it called? Wintermere Estate. Uh, to uh, find where it's at. So uh, let's get inside now before we get mobbed. Are you okay, Les? I am great. Let's get going, Gardner. I, I guess if Les heads that way, Rolex is just going to follow him, not quite understanding what the hell he's talking about. But Ami, okay. same thing. Are you just riding along in, in uh, Rolex's chest then? Or... Oh, yeah. Ami's just smiling and nodding. Okay. As you as you guys turn and Sula starts leading you back there, she looks back at you, I mean, she goes, um, uh, you're all right, dear. Uh, some of the guards were saying that you looked a little bit frazzled uh, when you were in here today. Me? Yes, you. You had a timeout. I gave myself a timeout, yes. Yeah. She goes, well, is there, is there anything I can do for you, dear? Uh, Ami just kind of like this. This is Suli, right? Yes, yeah, Suli. Yeah. Okay, it's one. It's one of the only people that like she really knows. So like she doesn't want to be, you know, like a, a, yeah. a jerk to her. She kind of just destroy less Suli. plants, please. <laughs> you know how I feel. You know how I feel about these plants. We've I do. Yes, you. And you've done a wonderful job. The 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 the, the grounds have never looked better since you've been here. I appreciate that, but and, and the, she just the bouquet, kind of gestures around. And and the bouquet that you got for me, I mean, uh, my wife loved it. She was she absolutely was uh, smitten with the with the with the arrangement that you that you created here. Um, oh, I love so, you, dearest. She's so uh, sweet. Oh, I, I, well, I, and I again, I, I'm sorry. It's been it's been a hell of a day for me. But uh, some of the guards inside were saying that you were very agitated. Yes, um, after taking a, a small leave and she ju just like she did with the guard earlier gestures to obviously lacking a ton of what she was normally like wearing holding whatever and basically telling the same story about you know how she had gotten basically had gotten like robbed and that you know Rolex was there to help her so during that short leave where she had to recover coming back earlier today and seeing everything just like completely torn out like she could see where some things had been burned torn up just put on top of she goes she goes oh, i i understand as she's kind of like clearing people out of the way you guys are making your way up through the front to the front entrance she goes i i, I um i've heard that in the past four or five hours they've they've cut down quite a few more of the trees inside so again dear please just if you, you, if you need anything, just let me know. She'll, she'll kind of like flutter down and like, kind of like, pat her, her shoulder, and just as always, I, I appreciate you endlessly. Be careful out there. She brings you up to the front gate. Raise, are you moving with them to the front gate? Absolutely. I've okay. just give, I've just been given the all clear to ixnay the current political fi power figures. Nice. All right. Okay. Ophidian, wildest dream come true. You make your way inside the thing, and again, as they bring you up to the front of the manor, um, you can see that there are several guards that try to stop you. But the the guards that bring you in, going, no, this is uh, this is Alista Bellum. She is here for Lord Wintermere. Has urgent news and potentially has a solution for things. Uh, and they they kind of give you a pass. You make your way up to the front of this large mansion. The three-story tall building that is Lord Wintermere's home. 
the guards say the guards kind of walk up and go all right um lord wintermere has been secluding himself in here for some time uh making plans and strategy strategizing uh please wait here for a moment while we go and summon him and get you an audience thank you they open the door and they walk inside ophidian as you're standing there looking around you see coming through the gate your friends. <laughs> you see a, a large warforged construct with a with a with a fairy. You see a a blonde half elf, and then Les, who is dressed up as a guard right now as well, entering in probably about a good couple hundred feet away from you right now. Um, you guys are all in roughly the same area now. Rolex. Let's Les, split up again. Raise Ami. As Ophidian is waiting up at the front door, it's going to take a few minutes to see if uh, he gets an audience or not. What do the four of you want to do? Uh, were we escorted by, um, I forgot her name already, the uh, Sui, yes. Sui, uh, Suli. Um, so, um, all right, so Ami, we need you to lead us to the flame retardant uh, um, trees that you know of. Mm -hmm. Could you please lead me and um, this soldier here shaking, uh, tapping Ray's on the shoulder to uh, where we need to go, plus bring uh, uh, Gardener Bot with us, too. Gardener Bot. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're, they're in at this point? Everyone's in, yes. Everyone's inside. <clears throat> okay. Just call him the um, Botany Bot. She'll she'll kind of just go with it and like you know nod her head at him and say like yes of course absolutely and uh, she'll turn back to Suli and just say Suli dear you've you've already done so much for me I'll I promise I, I'll come find you if I need anything but and she'll make it a point to mention you know be looking out for those for those uh fiery yes, things yes we saw, I can we only handle a, so many of those yes like uh, making oh, it a that, point that she did it that was you who did that oh my goodness I. Thank you for that, dear. Um, yes, no, we're, we're, we're much more careful with projectiles right now. That's why we have the deterrence up there. And she points up to the ramparts, which have massive ballistas that are lined up and, and crossbow bolts and things like that there. Um, she turns around and leaves out the door. And again, as this happens, Les, there is the young guard that was carrying wood prior. He walks up with an ax in his hand and he has two other guards with him. He goes, ah, um, yes, I brought uh, more of us here to harvest the flame retardant wood for the barriers and the barricades, uh, sir. Uh, lead the way. Uh, yes, Ami, um, please lead us to that wood, please. <laughs> Ami's immediately going to interrupt the second she sees the ax and she's going to go, no, 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 no. More people and axes are not going to be necessary. You don't understand how this works. If it was a normal tree, that would be one thing. But these need to be handled very, very delicately. And I can't have all of you coming around, especially with, and she'll kind of, those. Well, how are we supposed to get the flame retardant wood to protect the structures around oh, here? She's well, a I professional. Grew it. She knows. I can clearly harvest yeah. things that I've grown. You've seen all the beautiful things I've done with the estate over the time I've been here. As you put your hand out to reference over there, there's like nothing left over in that area except for a handful of bushes. <laughs> that you've so kindly ruined. I would rather you not, something that I've spent so much time on creating, not ruin that as well. Thank you. They, they kind of look back and forth and they're like, um, make me a persuasion check. Can uh, I'll I... make a guilt trip check. <laughs> yeah, can, can I aid her here? How do you want to aid her? Okay, so we've been on the property before. We've seen it in its pristine state. 
Yes. Okay. So as uh, like when she's like, you've seen all the things I've done over years. Uh, I want to like interject like, yeah, I do remember the hydrangeas over there. There was the azaleas. Oh, the poppies. Oh, how could we forget the poppies? They were so beautiful. And just like, like go, go on like that. Just, yeah. Okay. You remember this, the, the rhino hedge that one summer, make like me nice. A, make me a persuasion check with advantage then on me. He started oh, with a 20. It's a natural 20. You're welcome. A natural 20. A natural 20 with that. Very good. As they say this here, you see like one of the guards behind him go, yeah, I know. I mean, uh, apparently she's very good with like making bouquets for like people that, you know, you're into and things. You know? And he goes, um, well, yes, of course. Uh, it, uh, uh, he kind of puts the ax down and goes, uh, however we can be of assistance to you, uh, miss, um, we, will, we, will, we will follow your lead. Doesn't seem like they are wanting to chop things down at the moment. So um, she'll just kind of tell them as I as I told Suli, I just for now I need my space. Um, and if I need anything, I know how to contact and find Suli, and I will have her get in touch with you if I require any assistance. Um, mm -hmm. what what is your what is your name, dear, for when I have everything ready? Uh, I, I, I'm Brent. Uh, this is Paul, and we have uh, uh, Carter over here. Um, just let us know what you need, and uh, we'll we'll wait for word from Suli on on anything here. We again. We apologize. It's been a stressful day. We've been harvesting a lot of things, and uh, uh, they kind of—he kind of like shuffles off after uh, after you. Have I understand. Him. Seeing my life's work in shambles has also made it a stressful day for me too. Tough, <laughs> tough. But yeah, she'll she'll just kind of like encourage them. Go 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 with, be with with Suli. I, I want to make sure she remains safe through this ordeal. Okay. All right. Um, where do you guys want to go? One guard that doesn't leave. <laughs> That Ami doesn't know. <laughs> I, oh, you no. do see yeah, there. You would have been next to Les the whole time. So yeah, yeah. I tapped you on the shoulder too. Yeah, the second that the other guards are out, she'll go. Yes, delightful. Les. Um. Hi, I'm Ami. Nelson. What? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's Ezar. Ezar Nelson. That's can, can, is that accurate. not? Am I able to like partially drop this disguise self? You can try. I don't feel like my arcana is high enough to pull that off. Don't you just have just like a uh, whisper? You could just be like, hey, it's actually a race. Oh, yeah. I'm a ventriloquist, I'm an actor. <laughs> you could make me say it then. That yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to have Ray's voice come out of Rolex's uh, face hey. area. Yeah. And, and you're saying, area. I'm Ray's? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, I, what, what I'm gonna say is, Ami, it's me, Ray's. I'm in disguise. Call me Nelson. And you hear this coming Ami out of just Rolex look voice. at Rolex and go, "You've been raised the whole. Where's Rolex? He was <laughs> never here. <laughs> They're just both talking to me through through Rolex's face, and I'm just like, <laughs> Ophidian, looking back at your friends. You see them freaking out for some reason. <laughs> As you're waiting at the front. Um, I'm Ami, just holding steady. Ami, do you uh uh Raze, are you trying are you trying to clarify that for Ami or are you going to let her believe yeah, what she I, believes? I will after having my laugh, I'll, I'll just kind of like Drop character, but not not like my spell. And just be like Ami, no, me, 
the one the one weirdo here. The one true raise. The one true weirdo. <laughs> why didn't you just no, never mind. The only <laughs> demon skin you know. <laughs> and then she'll turn immediately back to left. Flame retardant wood. It's the best thing I could think of at the time. Pretty ingenious, honestly. All right. We can we can we can do something. We don't need to do anything. We just needed to get in here so we can get in there. Where is he pointing? To the uh, inside the estate. Ah, is that the plan? We need to get to that second floor where the lights are off that I've seen. Is that where the wood is? (laughs) Well, we'll be doing some chopping. (laughs) Oh. So are you guys making your way up to the front of the manor then? Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay. You guys make your way up, and there is already two people standing in front with a handful of guards. Uh, as you make your way up, uh, you can see one of the guards who's wa- standing watch by the door looks over at you, Les, and Ray's, and goes, Soldiers, what are you doing over here? Bonnie is immediately going to interrupt and say, You can take it up with Suli. They are here with me. And he looks at you, and he goes, Suli does not, I do not answer to Suli. What is your purpose here? If I have to explain this one more time. Ami is the gardener. She has written down where every location is for things that we need. We need the flame retarded wood. It is on a manifest. She doesn't exactly know where its placement is because she hasn't dealt with it. It's usually self-sustaining. So we need to go inside and get to her ledger. She left it inside her quarters that are inside there. Maybe it's not her quarters, but she uses it from time to time. He looks at you and he goes, there is no workers that reside inside Lord Wintermere's actual estate. Have you not seen the flowers inside the estate? Have you not seen any of the bushes or any of the rose decorations, anything that's in there to pretty up the place? That has been all Ami and Gardner bought, and they have done an excellent job. I've seen it myself. I work here, obviously. So, of course, I've been there. I've seen it. Just let us in. This is not a time. They need to manifest so we can get this these barricades up so that we can get this place flame retardant. Let us in. Ophidian, you hear this from Les, and you recognize it is Les who is saying this. Uh, you hear, you see... Uh, you see the envoy, he's like looking out from his from his cow, like from his hood, and just, just kind of like cocking his head slightly. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> he's just doing that. Oh, I can't hear you. Chris, you're muted. Ami, yeah, I got it. Uh, is gonna, uh... Are you good? Yeah, go for it. Ani's going to kind of like take a deep breath and explain to him that at the very least, if you're not going to respect my my status here, respect that I'm the one who just saved your estate from being burned down by those cocktails. Okay. Ophidian, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I'm, I'm ignoring the, the group here. I, I just, okay. You know, they're just a bunch of pile of guards yeah. and the gardeners, right? Yep. Okay. These are the important people, though. I mean, he hit what was it? The robotanist. All right. So, 
I would say, uh, Les, yeah. make me an intimidation check, and let's see if you can make. The, I would say make it with advantage since Ami did uh, just add in that right there. So go ahead, and Les. This me. one needs to talk to Lord Wintermere. Roll twice. Uh, best I got was uh, 18. 18. An 18. He, he stops and he goes, he goes, God, I know that it has been a trying time here, but need I remind you of decorum for soldiers? He's like, you will watch your tone with me, but I will see if we can get you inside. Wait here. As this happens, the door kind of opens and uh, the guard like turns his head and walks up to the door and listens in. He points over at you, Ophidian, and he just kind of gives you a little bit of a of a wave in. Um, are you going inside? Of course. Okay. You make your way inside, uh, and again, the first level, it is absolutely opulent in here. Uh, there is just the display of, of finery and things. And again, Ophidian, for someone who likes the high life, this is probably the the most decadent oh, lifestyle. Oh, I'm in my pants here. right now. This is, yeah. this is great. And Finian's like, I don't, I don't ever want to leave. Yeah. Yep. Soiling um, his guard's uniform. Oh, yeah. Like. I totally <laughs> am. Yeah. You can see that there is a well-dressed uh, individual standing before you. He looks to be like the uh, the uh, butler of the house. And he goes, uh, good evening, Miss DeBellum. Is it? That is correct. Ah. Uh I have not uh, seen you before here on our premise, uh, but we have record of you attending some parties and some galas and events here. Welcome to the estate. We apologize for the affairs that are taking place outside, but Lord Wintermere um, would like to speak with you as far as what you might offer in terms of solutions for this. Of course. Issue. Who is this individual? He points over to the envoy. This is part of the solution to the said problem. I see. Well, you will again, of course, present yourself with decorum. And of course here, if anything is seen as a threat in this time here, you and your solution will be handled as such. Is that understood? Of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. There are several guards inside, and you can see clink, clink, coming down the hallway, there is another obsidian soldier that is making his way up through the hallway into the actual um, uh, grand uh, atrium area that you guys are in. And as he is, the butler kind of goes, please follow the soldiers into the next room here. I have something that I must address with the gardeners outside. And he goes over to the door, opens it up, and again, summons the four of you up into the actual room. Ophidian, as you make your way down the hallway, going past paintings that are probably worth more than uh, you know your current house is inside the city, uh, you're going past um, exquisite um, uh, statues and busts from years and years past as you make your way down into this room. As you get to the hallway and turn the corner towards what looks to be the grandest solid gold double doors that you've ever seen you hear footsteps of your companions entering into the front of the house am i still able to see them from where i'm at yeah as you turn the corner and look back you can see them all coming in uh, do they see me looking at them um yeah i would say they would definitely notice you looking they don't obviously know who you are but they would notice you looking back at them <clears throat> is there anything you wanted to do um if 
Raze is looking at me. I want to lit, uh, wink and blow a kiss. Okay. Uh, Raze, make a perception check as you make your way inside the house. You got it, boss. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Oh, no, that's performance. There we go. Perception. Uh, 27. Yeah, you see that you see this this very, very um regal and upstanding noble woman turn and give you a little wink and that there. Um I I don't suppose this perception check was high enough to see through the disguise. No, no, it wouldn't be, I okay. would say, high enough to see through the disguise as, well, actually, a 27, a 27, I think you probably notice that some yeah, of the not using disguise self, I'm using yeah, just it's a disguise skills, yeah. Yeah, um, I think with a 27, with the wink, you would notice that the contact lens that is in, in uh, this woman's eyes slips just slightly as it opens back up and you recognize the same colored hue of Ophidian's eye in there with a 27. That's a very high check, 27. Um, before, okay, so before uh, they turn away, I'm going to like, it's, it's to anybody who's like just glancing at me, it's going to look like I'm just like rubbing my eye, like getting, getting like an eyelash stuck. But I think Ophidian would understand that like, hey, Contact. Contact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, then I'll wink back. Yeah, as Ophidian's eye blinks, the contact slipped down, but it went back up as it did. So it kind of just moved just slightly <laughs> in levels. Imperceptible to most people, but Ray's with a 27. Yeah. Watch that you contact. That it's loose. Okay. Love you too, babe. <laughs> Ami, you see the butler inside. You've, you're familiar with this butler. His name is Gerard, and he is... Like, ah, Miss Amanita, it is a pleasure to see you again here. I was not aware that gardening services were on today. Um, the gods tell me that there is something about a manifest here that you need. I'm not familiar with you leaving a manifest inside the main house. She'll kind of, she'll kind of like give him like a, a little polite bow and kind of just exchange like small pleasantries and whatever. <clears throat> and she'll explain to him, yes, I uh, I didn't know I would be on for today either, but after the incident, she'll refer to her, you know, self again, just assuming that word's gone around. Um, they've told me about the situation, and when I uh, had come back into town, I had seen the dire situation. I mean, with the city, too, but with my plants. Um, and they've, uh, they've asked me to offer as much as I can in the way of uh, protection. So I don't yes. know if you remember a while back when I first started on, there were a few things I had stored in here. Some things that I uh, had hoped that I wouldn't have to use later on, but now it seems it's the time. He looks and he goes, well, um, again, I don't remember you ever leaving anything inside here, but we can go and take a look uh, if it's quick. Again, there are quite a few high moving parts going on inside the house today and again it's not safe necessarily to be in here right now so um please and he turns and he he starts to walk you through the hallways and you guys all are making your way down the hallways uh towards where ophidian was but as ophidian you go through these grand double doors and you walk inside you can see sitting on a high-backed regal chair with a massive table in front of him, looking like it's like a war table, with Garthok, 
the woman, his right hand uh, um, uh, person, uh, who I don't think you guys ever got the name of, so I won't say her name yet. Um, she is standing there. She's still, you can recognize the same rapier that she used to stab uh, Annette uh, sitting on her hilt. You can see that there are several dark areas in this room here. The only light that seems to be coming down is right over the table itself. Um, is it magical darkness or can I see within provision? As you look around, you can't seem to penetrate the darkness that is in the corners of the rooms. So it okay. seems to be magical darkness at the moment. And as you make your way inside, there are also several other guards with you. And there is that large obsidian guard that kind of like squishes himself down slightly and pushes his way through the door. You guys, on the outside, you guys see this happening. Ray, you see Ophidian going into a room, and you can see, looking through, there's Lord Windermere and all of his cronies inside there. And the door starts to close uh, as Ophidian is in there by himself. Now, Reyes. <laughs> Ophidian, <laughs> you see Lord Wintermere. He's, uh, he looks up, his eyes look bloodshot, and his skin tone looks much paler than it has been before. Um, his hands look a little bit more weathered as he looks up from this table. And as he looks up at you, he goes, <clears throat> uh, Miss Develum, I'm sorry for uh, for the chaos outside. I assume you are aware of what's going on in the city. Um, my, my butler here says that you said that you might have a resolution for us. And I... Wave my hand at the envoy. Okay. Perhaps this gentleman can present a solution you find suitable. The envoy starts to slither up towards the actual thing. Moving, not not slithering like as far as you can see him, like wiggling like a snake, but the way he moves is is not in a straight line. It kind of is moving. Right. Like that's how he yeah. kind of walks. That's kind of just how he moves back and forth. He makes his way up, and as he makes his way up, Garthok has his hand on his blade and several of the guards around him do as well. And he walks forward and he goes, Lord Winsomere, it is a pleasure to see you. We have a solution that can quell this nasty situation that you are in, as long as you are willing to acquiesce to us make some concessions and you can see lord wintermere he got kind of puts his hand on the table and he goes is that some sort of threat i would tread carefully and as he does you see him reach into his into his cloak and he puts down several of the things the images that you were able to still procure <clears throat> And as they slide out on the table, you can see Phineas look down at them, and he looks over at Garthok. Garthok looks at the woman and looks back. As this happens, a moment of silence occurs. Rays, Les, Ami, Rolex. The door closes. The butler is walking for um, Ami. I believe that you are tending to some of the things inside of the kitchen here, some of the herbs in the garden, the last place that you were at. Uh, this way, and he's like leading you deeper into the house. What are the four of you wanting to do? 
Oh, um, what's going on in here, Butler? In where? In this room. That seemed very strange. A visitor at this time? He goes, uh, do, I, do not, I do not pretend to understand Lord Wintermere's agenda or his schedule. If somebody is in there, I'm sure it is of utmost importance. Hmm. I would okay. like to cast suggestion on okay. the head butler. Sure. The what do you suggest suggestion is going to be um, perhaps it's oh sorry <clears throat> I'm Nelson right now. <clears throat> Maybe it's best if we take two different directions here. Uh, oh God, um, you, you, you sir, are clearly well-versed in the layout of the manor. You can get to wherever you need to quickly. Uh, so anywhere you think it's likely to be, you can get to it. And then Ami here, well, she's the one who left it, so maybe just walking around with her will jog her memory. Of course, myself and... Was was it stupid cat or was it less? What did you want me to call you? <laughs> less is fine. Less, uh, <laughs> less and myself can, of course, keep the both of them safe and of course with your blessing we can tell any other guards of you know, the butler's blessing we're searching for the manifest etc just to cover more ground get everybody out of here more quickly as i don't think that the lord would very much appreciate having workers in the house while he's tending to important business especially right now okay so you cast suggestion. We will roll for this for this butler and see if it works. Uh, let's see here. DC seventeen. That is a sixteen on the roll. Woohoo! <laughs> and because he is a commoner, he does not have a bonus. So with that, he goes. He goes. He goes. Um, that actually makes quite a bit of sense. Uh, God, I. I, I, I believe that is the correct solution for this. Um, please, again, don't disrupt anything. Stay off the second floor, of course, as, as is told, and um, uh, uh, let yourself out through the servants' entrance in the back. Ami, you know where that is. Of course. He turns and he gives a little bit of a bow. He walks off to his own. Bow right back. You guys are alone inside the house. Again, it's quiet in here. You do hear guards wandering around some hallways, but in the area that you're at right now, you're inside this like junction where you're in a big hallway that leads up. There's one that leads upstairs, which again, you can see at the top of the stairs, there's a couple of guards that are standing there. There is the kitchen. There is a few other rooms that lead down this way. And then there's the way to the back of the actual manor uh, off to the side. Where do the four you want to go and what do you want to do? So where is the wood? There, there is no wood, Rolex. This is all a ploy to get us inside the estate to get you all with us. And um, the goal was for me initially to get revenge on Antiva, but this is even better of an opportunity. Do you guys want to charge in, or should we just wait and see what happens? No, don't charge in. Yeah? No. Okay. Phineas's greatest guards are going to be in that room. We have no idea who those two guests are. Uh, <clears throat> spoiler alert. One of them is Ophidian. Um, Does he and, actually say that out loud? Yes. And <laughs> Rolex will point a finger at at the thing that is Ray's. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm Ray's Rolex. 
prove it. Did you get a haircut? No. He's in disguise. It is him. Roller, just prove it. No. Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right, you know what? You know what? Fine. Hey, you remember that moment uh, in the back room when Ami died? Yeah. Yes. I'm right. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, that spell bought us maybe like five minutes. All right. Head butler is going to know every secret passage through this place. It's going to know every way possible to track us down. Whatever we're going to do, we need to do it fast. We need to do it carefully. Do I we want to back up Aphidian, or do we want to go upstairs and see what's going on with the lights off? I have a very sneaking suspicion that Ophidian has everything handled, and we're not going to like it regardless, but walking in is a death sentence right now. I'm not going in either way. All right. Let's I think our up. best bet is trying to get to the second floor. Let's go see what's going on with that, because that's... I'm betting... Well, I'm not going to say what I bet. I, let's just go. Let's just go. There are two guards at the second floor entrance as, as you're leading me up there. So how do you guys want to do that? As you guys are making your way through the hallways and stuff like that, you make your way up to the staircase. <clears> you can see there's two guards standing <throat> at attention, uh, looking down at you all. As they see you less and raise, they go, what's going on this? Early, so early shift change. They need more people at the barricade. Looks you like guys have been here for a while, so you guys need to go. They look at each other and they go, uh, we were told to remain here for the entire the entirety of the night. How long have you been here? When's the last time you looked at Two hours. <laughs> well, you guys need to go at least get to the bathroom because we need to cycle out. We need to make sure this place is protected. And if you are like, have a full bladder or whatever's going on with you, it's not going to work. This is orders from, I say, what's her face's name? Sof Sophia? Sula. 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 Um. Make me a uh, deception check or a persuasion check. You know, by the time this is over, Les is going to start a guards union where they have to take mandatory breaks. Hey, every <laughs> Let's try deception. A four uh, 14. I, I guess I'll try luck and see if I get any better. Uh, my last luck point. Uh, that's worse. I'll stick with a 14, I guess. I think I can choose. Yeah. As, as, as you say this here, the guards kind of look at you and go, well, we were told very, very strictly to, again, not leave, which is why we have these. And they point behind them. There's like buckets behind them. And you can see there's probably, they've used that for the bathroom. And they go, well, oh, so we're, we're okay as far as bladders right now. That is disgusting. You need to get a, this is a place of prestigious uh, material. You cannot have buckets of that here. You need to, you need to go. Check that out. <laughs> like you're, but you're a cat. <laughs> is anyone wanting to help him with this? Because the guards okay, are still okay. there. I, I, I know the angle here. All right. So yeah, they're, all they're right. more confused than like pushing Suspicious back, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to play up the union angle. You, <laughs> you're really just going to let them treat you like this? Look, I, I don't get me wrong. It's a good job. It's why I took it. But like, you're shitting in a bucket at the bottom of the stairs. Well, we, we only use it for pee. We don't. We haven't done number two in there. I mean, it's, it's you know. But time will tell. The whole night. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look him in the eye and like press forward. The whole night. Uh, they look at each other. Well, we did have, we did have tacos and burritos today. Yes, I know it's it might be raw. Rays, make me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
I I want to help. How do you want to help? How do you what do you want to do? Um, she'll okay. talk about you know having been working here for a while too, and just basically now. Well, you know, now that he mentions it, now that I think of it, they've done they've done some pretty wild things around here to their employees, and I know how hard everybody here works. Okay. All right. Roll with advantage, then raise. Hooey. Oh, 17. 17. 17. They look at each other and they go, you can see that it's making sense to them. You're keying in on the on the working man kind of ploy. But as you say this to them, they look and they go, yes, I mean, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have more breaks. Yeah, I know. It would be nice. Yeah. Also, some, some sick time, I guess. Yeah, that would be also very nice, too, here. You know, our day is typically 12 hours. I mean, I think an eight-hour work day probably would be better. I think maybe less, maybe a six-hour, four-day work week. I think that works, too. They're talking, but they're not seemingly moving yet as they are conversing back and forth, and they're going, yes, but Lord, Lord Garthok, Garthok and Lord Wintermere are quite Look, scary. he's not going to know if you go to the bathroom for 10 minutes. We'll watch for you. We're here. We'll, we'll watch, okay? We're just I'm, doing our rounds. I'm I'm also gonna like lean in a little bit. Like, look, you didn't hear it from me, but Garthok and um, oh, I I always forget her name. I'm kind of too. You guys never found her. out her. You guys never found out her name, so you're fine. <laughs> I don't remember Garthok her name. I'm person. honestly like too terrified of her to learn any details. But like, they're both with Lord Phineas right now, speaking with some envoy. Like, and it sounds, it sounds heated. We just like passed by the room, but like y'all have, y'all have a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Lesson, Randy, either one of you make me another persuasion roll or one of you make it with advantage. Uh, less in Randy. Or, I'm sorry. Less than raise. Sorry. I saw the R and I didn't mean to interrupt Randy. Less than raise. Either both of you make me persu persuasion checks or one of you make it with advantage. Uh, I have a plus Six persuasion. You want to both Mine's only a plus two. So, are, are we trying to convince them to go to the bathroom? Was that yes, it? that's what this has become. It can yes. roll it. Can Rolex play uh, the sound effect of water dripping? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, that still gives help. you a yeah. That, that'll give you a better little lower the DC a little bit as well. So go ahead, yeah. raise or I'm just I'll, doing I'll, let, I'll let raise roll with advantage. Okay, with a twenty-two. You can see them start to dance around a little bit, and they go, oh, and I shouldn't have drank so much. I think the bucket's kind of full too. Yeah, I know. Well, let's let's go dump these out, and uh, um, yes, uh, we'll, if you won't mind watching the 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 level here, they pick up the buckets and they kind of like teeter down the stairs, not trying not to slosh it over. Um, I'm gonna roll to see if they if they start to talk about unionizing here. Let's just see if they uh, make a <laughs> make a union roll. Yeah, they're probably not going to make a union roll because again, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit fine. too terrified. We didn't, we didn't need this, need them to. Their business is going under soon, anyways. Okay, <laughs> you make your way up to the to the top of the stairs, and as you look up, you can see the the doorway that leads up to the front, uh, up to the second level, is shut, and it is completely dark behind it. What do you guys want to uh, do? Um, firstly, I want to cast major image and make it look like uh nelson and less are standing guard absolutely less and randy <laughs> yes yeah, less and randy <laughs> uh make sure uh, make sure that they're both standing guard there because okay we did say we would stand guard for them um, okay 
Okay, we just didn't say whether or not we'd be corporeal or not. <laughs> right. That's that spell slot used. It's, uh, it is concentration. So I do have yep. to remember that. Um, and I have it for 10 minutes. Okay. All right. So you, who's opening the door going upstairs? Oh, uh, good. Open the door. Lest you open the door and just, I believe everyone has dark vision. Uh, Rolex, you have dark vision, I believe. Um, I, I had something that helped me see in the dark, but I don't think I literally had dark vision. Let me, okay. um, I'll just confirm it, but go ahead. Yeah, whoever has dark vision, um, as you open the door, again, you see shades of gray all throughout. And as you do, I need you guys to make me a perception check. If you don't have dark vision, make the perception check with disadvantage, please. Uh, 22. 23. I need to see if I have dark vision. I think I do. Ami, yeah, your Ami doesn't see anything. I don't think anything. I have. All right, so I'll just do the. You said it's perception. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, ten. That's actually my best roll so far, even with disadvantage. <laughs> ten. <laughs> All right. So, as you guys enter in, Ami and Rolex, you really don't see anything. Um, yeah, but I have sixty feet. Yeah. But less and raise as you enter in the second level. It is one massive room. It is not a series of rooms and 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 uh, things like you would normally expect to have in a manor. It is just one big room, and there is a odd smell in the room—a smell of decay and a smell of kind of um, almost what smells like a bleach or formaldehyde inside of here. And as you are looking through the room, you can see there looks to be something that is just massive it looks to be maybe a giant piece of of wall or furniture um it it goes for about 20 feet in each direction what would you guys like to do i just wander into the room further see what i can see okay so. as you make your way up the side of this here and you're making your way up and you're following along this massive um uh like uh structure again you can't really tell what it is because it is it is dark and you're seeing in the shades of gray you move up and you're walking down and as you're walking down you pass by the end of it and as you pass by the end of it you notice that it it curves and it continues on downwards and it moves over to what appears to be some sort of large um uh circular smooth kind of uh what's the right word? Um, circular smooth kind of surface. And as you're standing there looking at it, kind of cocking your head, you feel the room kind of shake a little bit. And uh, where is everybody else right now? Uh, is everyone following less? Are you guys all in the same area or did some of you stay back or? Um, Rolex will definitely be following less. And I'd say within the first few moments of it being dark would um, you know, grab a piece of his armor and infuse it with five foot radius light, something that allows him to see to be able to follow less. I know okay. it's not going to light up a lot, but enough for him to see and follow. Okay, um, I love it. Ray's would have stayed back so he can uh, keep an eye on the illusion. Uh, and just like every so often, just, you know, make it scratch his nose, adjust okay. his armor, just stuff like that to make it look alive. All right, Ami? 
gonna stay with Rolex. Okay, Ami, as the light turns on and you guys can finally see something, uh, Les is, Rays is right behind you. So I'm gonna say that Rays is at the door. Ami and Rolex have just stepped in the room a little bit and then Les started making his way down the side of this thing. Rolex, as you turn the lights on, you can see that it looks to be a giant bone that you're looking at. Bone? And as, and as the light goes on, Les, you can see like the light behind you down a ways, it starts to flicker on. And as you turn back to look back, you can hear this round structure just kind of, it starts to turn. And as it turns, you see two hollow eye sockets that start to glow slightly. And you're looking into a giant skull at the moment. Oh, geez. Can I do any kind of like nature check since I can kind of see it now? Sure, make a nature check. Definitely some sort of uh, supernatural skull. That's way too large for mm -hmm. a normal thing. And Rolex is a little versed in nature to be able to guess that. But yeah, yeah. go. How, how much of it is it in view from Ray's perspective? Um, it takes up the majority of the room. Like, so, like the the light from Rolex doesn't like show me anything anything new anything that might because it's only five feet right. it doesn't really expand too much yeah. on that here. I um, think of it like a candle. It's about yeah. the without the flicker. It's like a small amount of light. Yeah, yeah. that's five extra feet that I couldn't see before. Yep, <laughs> um, yeah. Ami with an eighteen. You remember again, back inside the under underground, there was a massive beating heart of some sort of ancient creature that they were using and converting these bodies into power. You remember that the underground city, there were tales of giants and things that used to roam the lands. You get the sense that this is some sort of corpse of one of those things. So like humanoid, but giant. Oh, yeah. Giant, yeah. yes. Like the, the, the story of the Titan that we remembered. Yes. As you guys are up there, Ophidian, down below, the envoy starts to make his case, starts to say that it is time for a new regime, one that can bring more stability, we would still, of course, let you keep your seat and your public image, but you would report to us and we can make these things go. We can provide to you the thing that you lost to satiate the masses. You hear him going on and on and you can see, make a perception check and let's see if you can determine what the body language is or the feel of things are right now. 24. Yeah, Ophidian, you get the sense that you see Lord Wintermere. He looks weathered. He looks definitely like he's aged since you saw him not but a few days ago underground. He's starting to look more like Scythia was. Sunken in kind of complexion, things like that. And you can see Garthok and the woman tightly gripping their weapons and they're kind of giving each other sideways glances and with a 24 looking off into the dark shadowed corners that you really can't see through which is a little unnerving for you you see what you believe to be a pair of eyes in one of the corners just kind of like open and close quickly 
What do you want to do? Your time is running out, Phineas. I pray you don't make the wrong decision because there's a wave that's going to wash over and cleanse this whole city if you make the wrong one. There are many factions already within your estate, within this building right now. And this probably wouldn't have happened if one of your colleagues had taken care of business like she should have. And I'm looking right at the chick with the rapier. Mm -hmm. Annette Devia is still alive. And if I don't call her soon, the shit is going to hit the proverbial fan. <clears throat> Make me an intimidation roll or persuasion roll, however you want to do it. I like persuasion. Can you I didn't give him mention a that you had... Just because I like that speech. <laughs> nice. 24. A 24. Okay. With a 24, he looks over at Garthok and the woman and he goes... <sighs> yes, it is. does seem that there are more loose ends than I would have liked to have. He looks over at you, Ophid, and he goes, You seem to be very talented, Miss Debellum. He walks past the envoy who is at the table and he moves towards you. Is there anything that you're doing? Wishing he brought his robotness with him. That's yeah. what I'm just preparing myself, you know. I'm not gonna like uh just have my arms crossed. I'm preparing that I can make an attack, you know. Okay. He starts to walk over and he goes, he goes, I'm familiar with he points over at the envoy envoy, these creatures. I haven't seen them slither out from the depths in many years. My question is to you. Obviously, you're very gifted and talented to have their ear. What are they offering you? <clears throat> Why, well, you, you think you have something I want? He smiles and he goes, You think I already haven't had what you have right now? If you have what I have right now, you wouldn't be here with these demands. These aren't demands. These are statements that you must follow. <laughs> okay. As you say this here, you hear above you, you hear like the, the top floor start to kind of shake and shimmy slightly. Well, you're you're sure. We're still you're on the first, first floor, right? You're yeah. the first floor. Your group's on the second floor right above Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. He looks we up at the, raising the roof. He looks up at the second floor and then he looks back down and he goes, Well, Annette Devia is still alive. And now we have these serpent people who are coming in and trying to take everything that my family has claimed. Maybe maybe my time has come finally. He starts to walk back towards the table. Is there anything that you would like to say before I make a roll to see what his response is? No. No. Okay. All right. Roll once here real quick. Oh, okay. 
You're not ruling that well tonight, Jason. It's not meant to be well. It's meant to he's, be well. He's caving like a house of cards. It's not meant to be well. As he turns over to the on and goes, very well. What do you, what will you do to quell the masses of people? Solve our power problem. I'm using all that I have left to keep certain things in play. They will run out soon, though, and the city will be plunged into darkness. Even you, I believe, will not have an answer to the madness that comes with that. The envoy moves over to the table, and he kind of moves over towards him, and he goes, Do you think that is the only source of titan art that is available in the depths? Phineas turns his head and is very much intrigued at this. As this happens, Les, the skull head turns towards you, and as it does, it's Rolex and Ami and Rays, you see the, the arm start to move and start to like turn and try to reach towards where Les is at currently. So there's an arm trying to grab Les. Yes. Uh, well, Rolex would definitely seek to interfere with this thing happening. Okay. I can't see how the arm you, coming, can I? How would you want to interfere? Uh, get between it and Les and just, you know, try and use force to hold it back. Okay, make me a, I guess, a strength athletics check then to see if you can hold it back. Not necessarily going to be good at that, but I will indeed roll it. Unless you have a different way you want to roll it. I know because that's his approach. It's, okay. it's straightforward. Um, uh, I guess the only thing is maybe he could use his size as much as his strength. Um, okay. Because he's heavier than he is strong. Okay. <laughs> so I, I got a seven with athletics, which okay. is par with all of my rolls this evening. As the hand grabs onto you and you tr you try to like hold on to it, it, you are heavy. And as you are heavy, you feel the, the weight of the wood on the floor. <laughs> nice. And as this happens, <laughs> Rolex, you fall through, holding on to the arm down into this, into this, into the chamber, and, and Ophidian, you just see Rolex <laughs> land on the table. Uh, Rolex, you take. Um, uh, let's see here. Not going to get away with the I was never here this time. Damn it! You take ten points of fall damage as you <laughs> slam into them. There's a big bone hand in front of you. With it's that like entrance. <laughs> with that, Les, Aster, Ami, um, I'm sorry, uh, Ami, Les, and Raze. Damn, um, I was never here. Yeah, you were never here. <laughs> you see outside through uh, through some of the cracks inside of the uh, shuttered windows, you see what looks like large pyrotechnics going off. Hmm. And you can hear a massive swell of yelling and screaming. You can hear guards yelling, fire, do this, do this. It seems like shit's in the fan right now. So, because we are on our final game tonight, we are going to, to do a group roll to see how things wrap up, since we will not be able to do a full combat or things like that here. So, what I want from each of you is how you would approach what's happening, 
and then we will roll collectively to see what the resolution will be. So, as the crowd outside starts to riot and you hear explosions going off, Rolex is on the ground inside this throne room with Lord Phineas, with the envoy, with a bone giant skeleton hand. What do you guys want to do? How do you guys, how would you guys attack this? Or you guys, and again, you don't have to go into combat. You guys can choose mm-hmm. other options. I just want to know what it is. That way I can wrap up things on my end. I'll mention but, mine first in case it helps with either Les or Ami, but Rolex would, would go into that protect mode to try and make sure that the people that he cares for are going to be safe through this because he's going to follow somebody else's lead anyway. So rather than worry about necessarily what he's doing, what the idea is that through the end of this, Rolex would seek to support less. And then if possible, Ami as well. Okay. Okay. Um, Ami? So Ami would basically just kind of like completely now that we know what's in there and like what's the worst that could happen now if we make ourselves known, you know, there's a giant Titan skeleton in here. Um, She's going to light up the whole room and do her best to figure out both just with her knowledge of like nature, life and death, basically being a necromancer, what or who is controlling this and basically try to gain control of it. Okay. Trying to gain control of the creature. I love it. Less. Uh, Les is going to take the javelin that he has been carrying around for a little bit since the underground, throw it at the skull, turn around, jump down to go help his buddy who he's been traveling with for a long time now. The room that he fell into, was that the room with the conference and everyone yep. that was in there? Yeah, that was the throne room, yep. So Les will rip off his Wintermere garm and revealing his half plate that he's been wearing this whole entire campaign and uh go into defensive mode with Rolex and fight whoever chooses to attack. All right, Raze, what are you doing? Ooh. <clears throat> okay, this is a <laughs> frick frack snickety snack. All right, so it looks like everybody's just piling into the one small room, right? That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, Ami's on the second floor. It's... That's that's it's actually probably good, um, because what Raze is going to do is um, uh, he's going to shut his alarms up, and <laughs> then he's going to cat. He he wants his end goal here is to no matter what ensure that Phineas Wintermere dies. That is his only goal right now. He has just been told the boogaloo has started. And we're starting from the top. You're not so, going to have a rumble without me. <laughs> speaking of rumble, uh, his intentions here are once everybody's down in the room, synaptic static to do as much damage as, in one spell as he can and hopefully confuse people. You know, give them give them a little debuff as a treat. Okay. As a treat. Um, as a treat. If I've got time, Earth Tremor. Then back up and see who's left. Okay. Ophidian, what about you? What are you doing? Uh, I guess it depends. It's going to depend on what Phineas, if he thinks he's going to be agreeable to the uh, uh, blackmail, I guess, you know, or the, the offer, right? The offer to uh, work for the UNT. Um, but if I notice that Ray's is trying to assassinate him, I need to, uh, I need to like get in his way for that. So you're going to get in Ray's way. 
if he, if I see him trying to make a move, I just kind of like like give him, like kind of give him like just wait. Okay. You All know? right. So um, whether I gotta put a blade to his neck or not, just kind of like hold up. For, you know okay he's, he's upstairs you're downstairs right now and again he just oh, yeah i thought he was coming i thought he was down already no 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 he's, um, he's staying upstairs i believe right Ray's. yep yeah he's gonna he's trying to well, then, that, then that's fine yeah i won't even notice that um and then i did want to challenge the uh female of uh unnamed to a uh does she want a shot of the title because okay. i don't like that she tried to kill one of my you know all comments. right all right rolex what would you like to roll for your situation <laughs> Definitely intelligence, um, because that's the thing he's actually good at is being smart, um, oddly enough, but it's an analytic smart, um, not necessarily people smart. Uh, so really, it would be I'm looking at intelligence. I don't think investigation fits, but at least an intelligence role where uh, the idea is to make sure that he's going to position himself, like I was saying, in a way to try and defend people. And whenever raises flashbang goes off um i'm assuming rolex is going to be in range at the time but uh okay. probably be a, being aware for something like that to happen uh, as well. i would say then make a intelligent saving throw because you're trying to save the people you're trying there to you put in like position. so we'll make an intelligent saving throw 24 that's like all my roll so far tonight added up there you go <laughs> Les, what are you wanting to roll to resolve yours uh, if everyone's making a move on them immediately, then uh, would that be the case? The immediately charging at us, or how it? If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Yes. If, well, if they're charging at us, then I'd do an athletics to quickly get to as many people as I can and knock them back. To, okay. Uh, make room for whoever's trying to do what towards uh, Lord Wintermere or whatever. Okay. So then make me an athletics check, then please. Uh, 25. 25. You had to one-up me. I finally got a 24, and you get a 25. Right. Hey. Ami, you're looking over this creature, this undead skeleton of this creature here. Growing up where you were at, and again, now that your patron is, you know, the, the goddess, goddess of, of, death. of death, you definitely have the ability to try to figure this out. What do you want to roll, though, however, in order so to see what you can do? I'm glad you brought her up because I was also going to bring her up. So normally for this, I would do like a nature or a medicine. Um, I think I want to kind of get a little bit more of an advantage of it by trying to involve Char by like letting her know, like if you give me the strength and the power and aid me in taking control of this, this is going to be another thing that I can use for you. Absolutely. I love that. I think that's something that your deity would absolutely do. So make me a religion check with advantage then. Because you're reaching out through your spiritual means to get to her. 24. And okay, we'll take a 24. We'll take a 24 for sure. All right. Raise. You're going to go ham on this person. You hear familiar explosions. You hear things that you know are the familiar sounds of the fifth form using its sabotage technique. Same thing with like the train when they when things blew on the train and other things like that. You are familiar with these things. You recognize that shit's hitting the fan and you are gonna start you know uh, laying waste into the people inside that room. What role did you want to make to do I that? I want to make an insight role to get the timing for this perfect. Okay. I need to maximize damage and ensure I, I need to get as 
many people in that synaptic static as possible. So when everybody's closest together, and then I need every, I, I need at least my target to stay in one spot for Earth Tremor. So I need to I need to time both of these spells perfectly. So I want to use insight to do that. Go ahead and roll gauge me where people are going. Go ahead and roll me insight, please. Uh, da -da, there it is. 25. 25. And uh, I just want to say, yeah, I knew things were going to go down. When Wheel, Death, and the Hanged Man showed up, those are the three terror <laughs> symbols of change. Yep. Everything's going out the window. With your inside as well, you put yourself in a position where you can attack without really being seen from above. Because again, all the chaos is happening. So Ophidian, unfortunately, you wouldn't see Ray's preparing right, to yeah, bombard yeah, these people. Right, here, right, so. figured. Yeah. Yep. But what do you want to roll to resolve your issue? I, I guess it depends, right? Uh, I guess part of like part because part of it's like, okay, is, is Phineas gonna take uh gonna take the offer and the part of me wants to uh fight the chick just because, but so I, I guess it depends what you want me to roll on. Like the Phineas thing's more important to me, you know. Okay, so if the Phineas thing is more important to you here, you would see Phineas again con contemplating the offer, but Partway through, gets lambasted by magic, uh, and you can see him getting hurt very badly. At this time, the female would then pull out her weapon. So I would say you'd have to probably resolve her first because she is going to try to protect him once things start going down. And if you want to give her a shot at the title, we can resolve that one first. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I that, like. Yeah, so am I making an attack roll or you know? Let's see here. Um, Let's make yeah. a persuasion roll because you're persuading her to take take a shot at you first before anything else. That's true. And then how are you doing? Are you dropping your? Are you taking off the disguise and doing, or are you just challenging? Oh no, I gotta keep a... up the at least the, I gotta keep up my uh, okay. just wanna... my street cred of I I do duels and win all the time. You know? okay. Twenty eight, nice. Okay, all right. So let's go ahead and resolve all this here. So you guys absolutely <laughs> rolled like freaking champions here. Uh, even your first roll, Ami, was a twenty four. We had a twenty four, twenty five, a twenty four, twenty five, and a twenty eight. That is with a bang. that is going out with a bang. Big bang. As Les drops down with Rolex here, and again, Garthok pulls out his blade, um, the envoy scurries back into the shadows slightly. Through the shadows, you see Antifia Siva uh, walk out from the shadows, again, looking the same kind of gnarly visage that it is. Les and Rolex start to, again, go into that mode of uh, attack and... Um, as this happens, Raze, you see Sifia walk out. You know that this is your chance to get everybody in this particular spot with your magic, and you lay waste to them. You see Phineas uh, uh, get hit by these things and Sifia, and Phineas kind of grabs an amulet that's underneath his, underneath his garb, and he pulls it out, and he starts to chant something into it. As he does, the bone skeleton starts to look down into the thing and starts to try to grab at Les and Rolex who are fighting and engaging with, uh, with Garthok and with Sifia. It's that point that Ami, chanting and again invoking her new patron, this is happening at night. A massive beam from the moon shoots down and crashes through the third floor, through the second floor and it spikes right into the skull of this creature. 
Ami flies over and flies into the socket of the eye inside the light, and Ami starts to manipulate and control this creature. She uses it to destroy with Rolex and with Les um, uh, Garthok, the other guards. There are obsidian guards that are inside the room, the mechanical things. They get absolutely smashed by the heavy bone fists of uh, this creature here. And Ophidian, as this goes on, the woman, she is trying to, again, uh, uh, figure out how to protect Phineas. She sees you just, again, beckon her over, and she pulls out her rapier. What weapon are you using to fight? A rapier. A rapier. A rapier. Okay. How do you how do you finish? want to finish off this woman? Because with what you rolled and what's going on here, you definitely will win. Um. For that final blow, whenever it goes in, I want to sink it deep and like pull her in and just kiss her as I just, you know, oh, pull it yeah. out. I want to feel her die on my mouth. Basically. Absolutely, I want to take a bite too. I want that. I want that. That flesh. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And Rolex and Les, as Sifia is combating with you guys, lightning is shooting off in different directions here. <laughs> Les and Rolex, Rolex. In the heat of this moment here, you have one final flashback, and you see your former master, again, uh, d in his last moments where he died underground. You see Scythia, but again, you didn't recognize him at first because he was actually much different. Okay. He wasn't gaunt, wasn't skeletal and tall and gangly, but you recognize the markings on uh, his uh, chest and his and his garb that he's wearing, you mm -hmm. see it clearly that he was the one who pierced into your former master's uh, chest and basically removed his heart. How do That's you? A bad thing. How will you? How do you unless want to finish off this creature? I, I don't see Rolex getting like zany crazy. So it would just be making sure it's a decisive yet quick ending. Um, just like stomp on his head or something. You know, once he's pretty much out, just stomp on his head to make sure he's not coming back. Less? Yeah, I, I could see less with his, uh, what is it, the, uh, protection stance or whatever it's called, uh, just trading blows uh, with Rolex, just back and forth with uh, Antiva, just hitting him back and forth, ping-ponging him yeah. until he drops, and then yeah. Rolex just... Stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Going back and forth like like two people who are in like perfect sync with fighting, going back and forth, hitting one another, uh, dropping him to his knees. Less like kind of like cuts out like the back of his leg. He drops down to his knees. Rolex again comes in and hammers him in the head and drops him down. And right as he tries to get back up, Les buries his sword deep into its stomach right as Rolex's foot comes down and kind of like ends him quickly and decisively. Um, Ami, there are several guards that are rushing in, several obsidian soldiers that are running in here. With what you rolled, the bone giant bone skeleton can wipe them all off and make sure that, again, they don't go into. How do you see that happening? So, <clears throat> and she's going to pay attention. Um, are any of the guards that are rushing in Suli? No, the, these are the, the mechanical guards. The <laughs> the big... Okay, so these are just the obsidians. Yes. Okay. Um, how how big are they in comparison to? Oh, they're small compared to this creature. Okay. This they, they are about 
14, 15 feet tall. This creature that your your its arm is about 12 feet long. It's just by itself, its arm. And strength-wise, it's it, oh yeah, it's, it's 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 monsters. It's literally going to the the arm that it isn't using currently. It's just gonna scoop them up and effectively just crush them. Okay, absolutely. Just picking it up and like popping them like a tin can. <laughs> Rolex is a little unnerving seeing this happen. I would say maybe for you. Yeah, Abby's <laughs> just the eye socket. I will, I'll stay out of bony arms' reach for now. Yep. Um, I would never do that to you. As this happens, Ami, you feel you see the creature is starting to lose steam as this is going on. And Rays, as you're attacking and honing in on Phineas, you can see him starting to get smaller and like more gaunt. He's losing energy, and you can see it kind of radiating out of this medallion that's over his thing. He's like he's confused as to why it's not working and why his skeletal creature is not commanding over him anymore. You want to delay waste him and kill him. How do you want to do it? Am I able to like? So like he he's like looking up to see like the the yeah. The, the he, all he sees is the, he sees the skeleton creature like laying waste to the his obsidian soldiers and things. He's not he's confused, and as he is, he's like withering away. It looks like this thing is draining energy from him, and the thing that's keeping him alive. Hey, can I have that medallion? <laughs> so what Raze is going to do is he's going to walk uh, to an angle where like Phineas kind of has to look at him like like I'm almost like I'm blocking line of sight but I'm not because the damn thing's huge um, but just where, where like I'm front and center for him I'm going to drop my disguise and like just you know my normal outfit uh, stand up to my full height and like I'm my outfit is designed so that I I'm essentially wearing like tearaway clothes <laughs> just tearaway because I look like I don't look like a tiefling I look like a oh what is it uh like the jersey devil kind of like that kind of devil that's what I gotcha, I look like gotcha, because yeah. that, that I took the little alter tiefling thing, and I'm I'm just like, I want to inflict as much terror in him as possible as I cast Eldritch Blast to just obliterate him with the flames that obliterated my life. Okay. All right, Ophidian, as you finish off this woman here, you turn your attention towards Phineas, and you can see him withering already. He looks like he's done, and he, as he's withering... His body is elongating slightly. He's starting to look more and more like Scythia and Tiva, as far as that goes. And you can see Scythia just get curb stomped right then and there. <laughs> and as Ophidian, you're looking at him like, oh, he's probably done for. You just see Rays drop down in his pure Jersey Devil style form and Eldridge blast him to the face. And again, he is done at this point. I would also like to use uh, Mantle of Shadows to steal his shadow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh. You definitely can do that. So with I'm that, <laughs> with that, I think that is where we will wrap for this group in terms of story. They had come in and they have successfully overthrown and basically changed the entire landscape of this city. Who's taking charge now, though? That's we'll um, 
That's for the monks to find out. Don't worry about it. Uh, Ami's going to be in charge of this uh, unless somebody has a bigger skeleton. I, I, do, I do want to look at the envoy and look over at uh, Ray's and go in the back of the envoy. Just a pile of insects you said about the fifth form. <laughs> I just laugh at him. <laughs> so, again, uh, that is where we'll wrap. The city is on fire, but again, you guys, Mission have, accomplished. Mission accomplished. You guys have successfully killed the big bad. Rolex and Les have avenged their fallen family, and Ami has a brand new skull. I got a new child in. that I can use to save the forest. Well, and she can also happy. live in. She can, can also, also live inside the skull. So she's not hungry anymore. Exactly. I have two of them now. Two I have two rooms. I have two one more. inside of the big skeleton, and I've got one little room that I made inside of Rolex's chest. That's there true. you go. That's They're both portable too. That's I not don't like my vacation home trend in your home decor. Well, I appreciate you guys playing here. I apologize we ran a little bit longer, but again, I wanted to wrap up tonight, and again, uh, I wanted to re resolve as much as we could. Uh, it was uh, great, dude. Yeah, it was yeah epic, this, man. This is wonderful campaign. And, and if, if everybody's cool with hanging out for a few more minutes, we can just yeah. talk about some of the stuff that we've done. And I, I, I wanted to think pretty much back to the beginning. Um, you know, my my memories of starting with Rolex with this campaign, just kind of waking up. Um, a few years ago before we actually started the story, but he's, uh, he started the, the campaign just kind of wandering the streets, looking at people and um, met mm. up with Les and of course their buddies now. And there's a whole lot of stuff that happened in between there. Um, anybody else had anything they remember that we did that was kind of cool? Um, there was that one time I took control of that really big, like, Titan skeleton. And that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So long ago, right? I, well, I, yeah. I, 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 I just joined this campaign. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll be making the play and accepting her and giving, offering herself up to the goddess of death to revive less, I think was pretty freaking cool. That was a really oh, cool yeah. Like, that yeah. was a really cool moment. I was I was so stoked about that. I like ran upstairs to my partner after the session. Said, You'll never guess what I just did. That's very like, cool. It's a shame that Rolex didn't recognize that at all. And he is <laughs> that's, part, that's part of Rolex's charm. That's part of his. Oh, charm. Yeah. I'm sorry. When Ami did what? You you mean when I brought yeah, when back I my friend? Yeah. I, brought, I brought back Les. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, she's just standing there. She didn't even remember to take her stuff when we. He left. was never here. <laughs> yes, exactly. We were never here, and then bam, less is up. Done. Oh man, just less getting uh, electrocuted. Like I was about episode. to say, <laughs> probably my one of my funniest things of the whole entire thing. I'm assuming he got shocked at least twice during that last combat too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. He's sizzling a little bit. That first one the power we got out was fun. What was that, Chris? The wrecking the power plant heart thing was was cool. Oh god, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was just... that was such a fun fight. Oh it, yeah, it took everything out of us. Dude, oh, it was yeah. like I felt like that thing was like a Vitamix. We just kept throwing stuff in it, hoping yeah. it would break. But <laughs> it just kept something to work. Basically, it was basically. But yeah, I mean, that was very very, 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 very smart to throw things into it because yeah, that led to a bunch of other chaos and stuff that went down so yeah, eli yeah. including my overabundance of hit points got us <laughs> yeah. like we we were oof we, we we ran dry on everything i was about to start slinging cantrips at antiva uh, another moment i really appreciate is one that y'all will never let me live down murder yeah. murder 
Kill him in the sleep, are you? I didn't want I, to say it, but I was going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. It's going to come to less in the middle of the night one day. I still don't entirely understand why I was asked to kill her, but, but I mean, happened, hey, right? orders are orders. If you guys have questions about why, I can message you guys in private because, again, everything does have a reason for it. Um, and there were things that you guys did not see, like, again, um, you, you murdering know, my best friend. Murdering <laughs> your best friend. Uh, and slapping him on the front page. Yes, yeah. we'll yep. approach Ray's and go, our friend has been. Yep. <laughs> what's the, the word? The, the, for, inner, uh... the inner political turmoil between the fifth form and what was going on with that, which is why you were also, again, we told. Our off, friend, Raze. Which is why you were told to off her, Raze, as well. There were reasons behind that and what it wanted to cat, what it wanted to kickstart. So there's a lot of things that went into it. If you guys have questions about those stuff, I'm more than happy to answer those things. I, uh, Eli, I know I latched onto that one because throughout the day uh, or the two days, I think that we hung out with that woman, she was very interested in Rolex because he was yep. a really cool specimen yep. of, of um, a construct. And he was encouraged that somebody was recognizing a real difference. Right. And she's like, and who, then, owns, who owns him? I'm like, Oh, he's free. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. No, no, we won't. Not if Ray says anything to say about it. I won't, I'll, I'll never forget everyone's face when, when Ray's decided to kill her. Yeah. On, on, oh, on Oh, yeah, so this beautiful. Is before I joined the party. They had a very nice young woman who uh, got them into the quarantine zone to help them figure Vital. out what was going on. We could not have made it in or out of there without her. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. after everything happened, uh, and they had made hours they had made friends with her. Rolex, like he, like Rolex said, was very, very much you know happy with this new friend. Mm -hmm. Ray's had to murder her. Yep. She was sleep. literally a new friend. Like, unless his whole stance is he has a sword and a shield, and he immediately was like, "Here, you hold my shield, so you're safe." Whole... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, that just reminded me too the whole quarantine thing. Um, we went through that. Uh, that that part of it, at least, we spent some time in. We were behind the green, um, and then we we went into the house with the uh, emaciated uh, citizens, and we kind of helped them. And that we, was a really cool and, moment. Yeah. yeah, and then the underground and um, the yeah. big, I, I keep thinking it was like wall-crawling lizard things that, that came after us, and yeah, that, all that happened too. <laughs> Where I lost yeah, my no. influence the first time. Yeah, uh, you, guys, you, guys, you guys went across the breadth of the city for, for a good chunk of it here, so it was, uh, it was good stuff. You guys kicked some ass, took some names, it was a lot of fun, I appreciate. Um, plants. Being, yep, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> plants. I appreciate being able to DM for you guys here, and uh, um, you know, hopefully everyone had fun. And uh, dude, love it. Yeah, man, awesome. Definitely. And the, of course, the world is still open. Uh, we're yes. just going to move on to something a little different, and um, we'll be continuing. Uh, and at some point, we might even get back to Aridin and see what's happened with these these yeah, the monks, the monks, the monks. The monks. Yeah. yeah, we get to deal with the fallout of. Yes. <laughs> of oh God. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Has nothing to do with it. Well, it's funny. Do you run the monks as after this, or do you run the monks concurrently as things are happening as this group was doing stuff? Well, if, we decide we wanna, if we decide we want to run back to Aridin, that'll be a group decision, and then we can play that out and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, uh, just hold to level them up, like, alongside. Yeah, they, they would have to be leveled up a little bit as well, unless we started concurrently, in which case then they would level up as things right. progress normally. Yeah. So yeah, Neat idea. Yeah. True. Very anyway, cool. All right, thanks. so let's um we can go ahead yeah. and wrap this one up for tonight. Uh in the meantime, I think we can all say uh bye. Bye-bye. Yes.
The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. All right, so Dungeon World next. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. No, no. Her.